0: episode 395 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed.
1: And I'm your other host, Sean.
0: Hey, welcome to the show, Sean. How how, how you doing?
1: (laughs) Hey, Hey, welcome to the Wacky Morning Show with (laughs) Ed and Sean. (laughs) Coming at you live, Ed. (laughs)
2: Three AF. <laughs>
1: remember, remember, the secret word is num num. <laughs> 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 Whoop-boo! Whoop!
0: So, Ed, how's things going? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, you know, uh, uh, nothing too eventful. I think. Uh, I think my TV's trying to kill me. Uh, it's, not, it's not. It's not the one
1: I give you, is it? No, no, no. I mean, because it has a nasty streak. I mean, it's not to lie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's been running fine. I, 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 think I mentioned a few weeks ago. Um, I, I decided my wife wanted me to fix my old TV. I had it in a closet, and you know, I was like, I'm like, I don't really want to get this TV. It's just lines. I just got to fix these lines. And I took it apart. It took forever to take apart. It was a long story. It was a few episodes. Ago. You got to find it. Um, uh, and then put it up on this on the stand with no back on it it works fine and Uh and i'm like well i'm not putting the back on until it starts acting up again because i'm going to fix it so i'm just waiting so i've been using it every day watching television and it's been running fine (laughs) until recently like this last week i think maybe a little over a week but uh one day i'm i you know of course like you get into a habit like i like like at first, like I'd stand up and I'd be turning the remote, hitting the remote to turn it on and wait for the lines to come up and then don't see it. And I, you know, sit down and lie down on the couch and watch TV. So after a while, you got to get used to it working. So you lie down and hit the button and turn on the TV to watch TV, right? Well, that's right. when that's when the lines start. Like, and it was very minor, right? So now it was like, I'm getting up now to, 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 to go look at it to see if I can fix it. And as soon as as soon as before I can get over there, you know, completely over, the lines go away. You know, it's like it's <laughs> testing me, right? So I am like, all right, you know. So finally, you know, after a while, it happens again. So I get up and uh, and I got I got to the TV and I and I pushed the board a little bit, and it, the lines went away. And then the lines haven't been back for a while. So I am like, great, like. Like, like okay like like I, I get it now I know which board it is I gotta mess with you know now you know it's like it's getting closer and closer so then today it happened again so I stuck my finger on the board to push it in and I got I electrocuted stuck.
1: I was like I stuck my finger in something that was turned on and powered up and lo and behold
0: <laughs> I got shocked I got shocked to life it's like, so I was like oh I'm not doing that again <laughs> but the lines went away so it, it, it's it's messing with me. Is what it is. I mean, I know it's a, an, an an unintelligent machine, or you know, an, an, a, not an uh, a self-aware machines, but uh, I think it is, and it's trying, it's trying to electrocute. Your
1: TV became set in it. Yes, set in it. it's like, ooh, Ed, he's just, he, I got him, I got him right where I want him. You know, pst, pst, sir, stick your finger in here. It'll make you feel good, So... <laughs> Hey, wait, before you do it, hold this light bulb. <laughs>
0: it's going to be illuminating. <laughs> so, well, if I'd say even shocking. <laughs> 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 so. So that's, that's the fight. The fight continues as of right now. It's, it's running beautifully. And it
1: <laughs> sounds to me like it's TV one, nothing. <laughs> yes,
0: exactly right. <laughs> but, uh, but, but this, this week, uh, uh, like I, like I've been trying to do every week now, I'm trying to watch a, a move, new movie every week to, you know, uh, uh keep going. And, uh, this week's movie was Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, okay. was the movie. And, um, I, <laughs> All right. I right, I'll be honest, I
1: heard some pretty good things about it. So you and that long pause Makes to go, "Oh.
0: It's good. What? It's it's a good movie. But it's not it's not a movie you haven't seen before."
2: <laughs>
1: yes, the thing about this movie though, Ed, is apparently it's what do you call it, uh, based on real life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, and I I, 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 like I, I, don't know much about the story, you know, kind of thing, but like when you get Mad Damon uh, and Christian it Bale,
1: says it, says it right there in the title, It's yeah. Ford versus Ferrari, Ford versus
0: it's Ferrari, a, it's a car movie. You go, you know what, I, go right? Ahead. I
1: think I know more about it than you, only based upon because of the fact that my dad's a big NASCAR fan.
0: Okay, so so
1: all throughout life, you know, there's always been like car, like porsche versus ford porsche versus chevy like so ferrari versus ford or ford versus ferrari it doesn't it's not i'm not i'm sure i might have heard the story at least at some point right so but to give everybody you've seen it so what's the synopsis basically
0: it's basically about uh uh uh, shelby I, I, i i i it's carol carol shelby i think it is his name is he is a car designer, and he deals in the racing circuit, and that's the kind of like how it starts in the '60s, and it goes through the '60s. It's not, it's, 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 a it's of course because like the '65, '66, '67. No wait, '66. The last four years, '69, '68, '67, '66 to '69. They the the Ford won the uh, uh, Le Mans, which is the 24 hour race. Uh, that's in, uh, I guess, in Italy. I'm, you know, France. I don't know. No, it's in France. So I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I watched the movie and I'm like, I'm uh, not in France. Okay. Would you
1: like me to help? Yeah. Okay, because I did Google it. Okay. <laughs> uh, American, because Auto- uh, I wanted to make sure that you got the right that, that it was it is Carol Shelby, by the way. Okay. Uh, he's a fearless and British race British fearless British race car driver. Ten miles. Battle corporate interference and laws of physics and their own personal demons to build a revolutionary vehicle for the Ford Motor Company together they plan to compete against the and uh, against the race cars of Enzo Ferrari at the 24-hour of Le Mans in France in 1966 there you go. so you're right. It's it's called Carroll Shelby and the races in France, right?
0: So <laughs> So Christian uh, – no, Christian Bells plays the racer Miles, and uh, Shelby's played by Matt Damon. And um, first I have to give props to Matt Damon to do a southern accent throughout the movie, and it didn't get lost. Like, you know, because you know, sometimes you have those big stars, and they do it for a little while, and then all of a sudden disappears – you know, through the movie, and and right. it really takes you out of the movie. You go, kind of went, hey, it really sounds like Matt Damon, and not that Southern guy that he was doing <laughs> earlier in the movie." You know, like because after a while, he either forgets it or he's he's terrible at it. So they say, "You know, just drop it. We'll we'll fix right. it in post," and then you never do. Uh, so it was it it, it it so it was like I said, it was it was one of those type of things, and there were two friends that wanted to do this and it was like kind of like like miles wasn't the christian bale's character wasn't the fit for ford because ford first first they go to ferrari to buy them because they're bankrupt and fiat ends up buying them because there was a clause about the race you know whether or not you know uh they can do it or not uh and it was like a whole back and forth because ford wanted to sell cars basically and then and they, their sales were slumping, so they wanted to figure out a way to do it. And they figured if they had a car in the Le Mans that was a winner, like a Ferrari, then people would buy more Fords.
1: Right. Yeah. If you can beat the big, if you can beat the best car on the block, then then people are going to be like, oh, I need that car. That right. makes Sense.
0: So that's the that's the general idea. So of course, all the suits now are getting involved, and they ask. They find out that Shelby's the only one that won the Le Mans many years before, so they went to him. They go, "Well, how do you do it?" And he's like, "Well, you need the best driver and you need the best car to, to make an attempt to beat Ferrari because Ferrari wins." So he goes in a speech about seven thousand RPMs and how you know the 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 carb disappears and it's just a body of motion through time and space. Oh, uh, a real, a
1: real good speech, huh?
0: Right, you know, it's like one of those inspirational speeches that you hear is probably, was probably actually said by Shelby at one point in, in the, in his career, you know, in his life, and and you go, okay, you know, so Lee Iacocca is like a young. Um, uh, a marketing guy. He's the head of marketing for Ford. Now, if you, anybody doesn't know the history of Ford, Lee Iacocca was the CEO at one point in the like 80s, I think, like the 70s or 80s or 80s and 90s, and he retired somewhere in there. And that was like a big deal because I think he was like the first non the first non Ford CEO or something like that. I, I think I, I don't I don't remember. I don't, I'm not sure, but he was a big deal because he brought a lot of the companies. And for like keeping them as that like a number one seller for a long time, and you know through the through the decades. Um, but anyway, as as good to digress. But the the he's he's the guy that the- instrumental Leah Coco is the guy instrumental getting Shelby to come, and then Shelby wanted Miles because Shelby couldn't race because he had a heart problem. He had a heart condition. He couldn't take the stress of of driving. So he got this guy Miles because Miles understood what Shelby knew about racing and and they both basically made this car the the ford car but then of course ford wanted you okay. didn't want him went miles because miles was a kind of guy he was a loud mouth you know um uh, you know uh talking about how things stink and how you know horrible blah 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 and you know like they didn't want that as the face of ford because you know if the, he gets interviewed and he says something wrong, then that looks bad for Ford. So that's how Ford was looking at it. They don't, they want, they did not want a good PR. So they wanted a driver that was, you know, so they, they first, you know, the first race, they don't take him to it because he's, uh, uh you know, the, 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 people at Ford said no, and Shelby's okay. I'll, 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 I'll we'll do it your way. And then they lost. So, Henry Ford II was like, What do you, you know, what, 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 why shouldn't I fire you right now? And he goes, Well, sir, you know, I, I, I watched this red folder of this information that got passed around before it even got to you by 20 people. So you have all these people that are, are looking at this folder and passing it around before you get the information. So it takes forever, you know, for you to find out something. So, uh, you know, if you don't have the right person to give you the, the information right away, it, you know, that doesn't work out or something like some along those lines kind of thing. So Ford the second was like, well, then you go ahead and we're going to war against Ferrari and I want you to win, you know, kind of thing. So he's just yes, starting you on know, the inspirational moment, you know, kind of thing. And of course, like the, the senior vice president wants to have his hand in it and he wants to, you know, like they know the suits know what they're doing. It's kind of like Water Brothers in a way. If you if you really think about it, like how Warner Brothers gets in DC's way of, of making good movies, you know, because these, you know, they want they want their hand in it and they start meddling with stuff. You know, it's kind of kind of <laughs> now I see a parallelness as, as I'm telling you this story. So then, of course, they lose. So then the he gets Miles to race and basically the, they make a bet because the. the they come to, to Shelby's station. Like I think the day before NASCAR, they had a 24 hour NASCAR Daytona uh, uh, race. And he goes, Shelby's like, well, I'll tell you what, if he wins, he goes Le Mans. and they go, well, what if he loses? And he goes, I'll give you my whole company at lock, stock and barrel. You know, I'll give you Shelby, you know, uh, motors as, as a, you know, as a thing. So of course they go, they go to NASCAR, the 24 hour race and he wins it, you know, kind of thing. So they, they, you know, show that now he's going to Le Mans, and it's that whole story. And they, and then, and as as the story progresses, the, the he has a son, and the son, uh, the, there's a car crash. He crashes the door in a test run because the brakes fail, and he gets out of the car. And then the son realizes he goes, he goes, oh well, you know what the as somebody's like, do you catch you, Do you ever catch fire? He's like one of the engineers that was working on the the system with Shelby. And the guy's like, no, I've never, I've never been on fire. And he goes, but they have those fireproof suits and that's why they wear them, you know, so that way to keep them safe. And he goes, and then he goes, he mentions some racer at some race died and he goes, yeah, but he couldn't get out of the car. If you can get out of the car, you're okay. So that's like that kind of like ongoing story because in, at the Le Mans, the first, the first lap he has, the, the Ford has to come in because the door can't close. He, 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 he shuts the door and it breaks the latch, and he can't keep the door closed. So he takes takes a lap, comes back in, and they have to fix it. They like sledgehammer it in, basically. So you think, oh, this is that big moment, <laughs> like that of you know that like that that uh, MacGuffin before, where like you know the kids talking about the fire and getting out of the car. So through the race, he makes it. And he wins. It, well, he, he doesn't. He comes in second because Ford at the end he was he was so many laps ahead that he goes. Ford thought it'd be nice because all the all the Ferraris burn out, the all the engines burn out. So all those, the top top racers were Ford cars. So they were like one, two, and three. They end up going to be the race one, two, and three. So they Ford thought it'd be great if the, all three of them go across the line together as a, a photo, it was like a you know promotional thing. Gotcha. You know. Right. So. He takes it to his guy because the the racers they have tag teams. It's twenty four hours, but the racers don't race for twenty four hours. They have race for every four hours, kind of thing, and they divide it up into, I guess, six times or something like that. Six times hours, twenty four. Yeah. So so you 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 one you know you you get a couple shifts. You know you don't ride twenty four hours. You ride four hours, and then somebody takes over, and then you know and back and forth. So he's in the last leg this this miles guy, and before he's about to get in. They say to him, he says that they thought it'd be great if, if you could uh, run, run you know, blah, blah, because Shelby's like, it's your call, you, you say. But he's, the, he go you know, he doesn't, he takes off and he's he's like way ahead, you know, and he's thrilled because he's like, he, he, he does a perfect lap. Because that was the other thing about the story was creating that perfect lap, of, you know, knowing when to shift right and when the, you know, when the engine, you know, when to turn and, you know, like type of thing. And he talks about that so it's uh so he has his lap so he he does it he breaks a record and he's like all thrilled but then he realizes you know what i should play because you know i've i've gotten this opportunity from shelby i should play into it and things. so he ends up getting the other two fords to catch up he slows down so the three of them come in and like well one of them was uh le mans he, he's a big racer he ends up beating Miles because his car was like a few inches ahead of his in the race. Uh, So he ends up second. So, they, he thinks he wins the race and then you know he's like wait what happened and then Shelby Shelby's like yeah they there's a technicality at Ford, Ford Scrooge over is basically what, they, what he told him it's like they were making like the the big corporate guys as the bad guys of the movie that's like the, the idea of it like if you, if you see this movie you go all right there's the bad guy you know a guy named Josh Lucas was the senior vice play senior VP and if you've seen him he plays a lot of villains or dicks in movies. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you kind of go. All oh, right, he's the dick of the movie. He's going to be the guy that's going to screw people over, you know. And he, sure enough, that's that's what he basically does. So, uh, and then of course the the race is over, and and uh, Miles goes, you know what? I have a new idea for a body, you know, to try out for the next race, you know, kind of thing, like to continue on. Like he's because he's like, you know what? He's he's like, you, you gave me the opportunity to come to race. You didn't guarantee i would win. You just said I, you know, I, I I was able to race and be, you know be a, a bigger part of the, uh, you know, the racing circuit than I was. So he was thrilled about that. So as the movie ends, I'm going to spoil it a little bit. Sorry. The, he, the, the, he goes for a test ride in a new, then a new car and it crashes and he doesn't get out. So uh-huh. like, you know, Shelby's dealing with the fact that like, you know, because you, they were working on this car, you know, they, that, the, you know, he didn't get his opportunity, his big moment. That he dies, and that's the the regret that like Shelby has in the in the movie. Like I said, it was it was a good movie, but like it was like it was two and a half hours, and you're going, all right. There's a lot of stuff that's like I don't know how real life it is, you know, because you know we always question those those kind of moments and stuff. But it's like this is a lot of tropes that you've seen before in other movies. Like hey, this guy does not fit in, so we don't want him in. And then he's the best that we have, you know, so he ends up being that person you know, type of thing. And they finally he finally gets it and becomes part of that corporate mold to 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 fit into the race, you know, kind of thing. And so and and always that like kind of like MacGuffin, like there's something tragic that could happen. And sure enough, at the end, it does. So, you know, so I mean. Is it worth the watch? Yeah, I think it's worth the watch. You know, I I, I you know, I, I paid for it. I, I you know, I, I bought the movie because I was I was really excited about this. I mean, I'm not really a car guy either, but this was really good. I mean, like I said, to see the see the sleek cars and all and the racing and all and some of the some of the effects of car crashes was like brutal just to watch. Like they're they're so fast and brutal. It's just like like it's just it it, it it makes your heart beat like it's like wow like you get your adrenaline pumping like you can you you know like the, just the cars is flipping through the air like because there's crashes through this movie because it's not like a you know like a nascar race where they're making left turns all day day long you know right. like i think it's it's the fact like the the cars like flip and and uh, you know because they, they do a fast spin out they they, they take off and they spin out and they hit two cars and other cars are now trying to race around those crash cars in a, in a split to second uh, split second decision you know to get around them so it's the adrenaline like it's really makes that like worthwhile like you know and some of the effects like of the Brakes overheating, like how they light up the tires, and it's just you know, and the the car spins out of control, you're like, wow, like it was just, it was you know, it's worth just for that for this the effects part of it, and the story, like I said, was good. It's just like, I've like I'm like I I've seen this before, you know, like 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 you kind of know what's gonna happen, you know, and it's it's like it's obvious, you know, like. Because like I said, you, the characters—it's like yeah, it's not like Bale's going to be going for the rest of the movie. <laughs> like he, was, he was just the first half; and they're never going to use him again. It was like they built this car, and it's great, you know, kind of thing. But it, it was—it's it, like I said, it's worth—it's worth the watch. It really is. It's a—you know—I like I said, I gave it four out of five stars. So, you know, okay, there you go. So that's the—that's—that's that's the one thing. And of course, as usual, like we've been talking about every week, I did see the latest ish, ish, uh, episode of Wandavision. Uh, Okay.
1: Well, what did you think? Yeah.
0: (laughs) You know, I I I I guess I don't know this. I don't know every character uh, through it because my wife kept asking me, like, who's that person? Who's I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, like like certain Avengers I know, and some I don't know as well. Like Scarlet Witch is not really one of the strong suits, you know that that.
1: Um, someone did
0: turn uh, their phone uh, off I, I gotta put this on hold Sorry kids <laughs> okay. 3, 2, one. And we're back, sorry about that kids We had a bit of an eruption I had a phone call I needed to take care of But we're back in business
1: Yay So where we, where we, where we last left the uh, audience uh, Ed, so you're confused By some of the players in the show now
0: well, that's the thing. Like Mike, my, my wife starts asking me questions about because it's like you know, like I'm the comic book guy. I, you know, I read all these characters and I'm like, yeah, you know, I didn't read the whole history. <laughs> like, right, like right. I, there's, don't, I don't know everybody of everybody, you know, kind of thing. And and, uh, and they added new people. <laughs> so it's like you know, like like the one. Like, like I've been actually watching videos online for people to explain it to me who these people are, and I'm like, oh, that's so interesting. I should read that sometime. <laughs> like, I, I think that's kind of cool. Like, the kids are real. Like, they they have actual those kids in the show are actually in the comic books. It's
1: oh yeah, there was there was a storyline about it. Yeah, yes.
0: So it was like I was like, yeah. oh, that's that's neat. And I, 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 that's that's cool. And the color schemes that they're wearing are the. Color schemes that they, you know, of their costumes. I always like that kind of stuff. So you kind of get that nod, like that wink, and then of course the. Uh, should I? Should we be spoiling this at all? Or, or?
1: I mean, I, at this point, yeah, because by the time the show does come out, it's you've had enough time to watch the episode. It's only a half hour, so <laughs> so you, I'm sure you can squeeze a half hour into your day at some point to watch the show if you're a fan. All right. All right. So go ahead, and spoil it.
0: So Agnes is. Uh, Agatha Engel?
1: Okay, actually, well, Ed, I'm glad you stumbled, because I actually did, I, like you, don't know much about this character's history, so what I did was, I googled her, and I went to her Wikipedia page. Would you like to hear the description of Agatha Harkness?
0: Yes, I would.
1: Okay This is for also The un- other un- Uninitiated About who this character is Because I didn't know either But it does Kind of paint Some interesting pictures But let me give you the her, Who who she is Agatha Harkness Is a fictional character That appears in American comic books Published by Marvel Comics She is a powerful witch Portrayed as a Sister heroine And teacher Of Wanda Maximoff Um For this In this point It'd be um Not Maximoff But it'd be um Um Basically Scarlet Witch mm. Um As well as being the mother of Nicholas Scratch. That's, you know, uh, take that for what it's worth. Yes. Uh, Agatha has been depicted as one of the original witches from the Salem Witch Trials. She survived and later became a significant figure in the Marvel continuity, protecting Franklin Richards. um, That is Sue and and Reed Richards' kid. uh, And his nanny and... Protecting Franklin Richards as his nanny and later mentoring Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch, in real magic. Agatha also has a familiar name, Ebony, a cat-like creature that could sense in the presence of mystical beings. Her first appearance, though, uh, was in 1970 with the Fantastic Four.
2: Okay.
1: Right um, Partnerships, Fantastic Four, and Scarlet Witch. Uh, team affiliations, uh, Daughters of Liberty. So take that for what it's, uh, you know, take that for there. Okay. Uh, and then Catherine Hahn plays Agatha Harkness hiding as a nosy neighbor, Agnes, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe TC1 division. Yeah. So would you like to know any other information about her? Since I do have a Wikipedia page in front of me right now.
0: Uh, well, like, we'll just <laughs> actually put that on hold. Cause I, I don't have any questions as of yet, but maybe as this, as we talk about this progresses, maybe there'll be more questions that we need to know. Um, okay. because, because the other character, um, that, that we, that, that was there was the Rambo character. Uh, I can't think of her first name on the thing. She's in, she's a superhero. Um, um, right. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to Google her at the same time as
1: I'm, shy, uh, dude, I'm already. I'm, I'm faster than you. Okay. <laughs> she. Uh, she's also known as. She's also known as Captain Marvel. Yes. Fo- Photon, Pulsar, Daystar, Scepter, Lady of Light, Monica Marvel, Sun Goddess, and Spectrum. I think she's more known nowadays as Photon. Yes. Um but that is who that's that's who um monica Rambo is and it's R A M B E A U. Right. Uh she's a, a fictional fictional character. Uh she's created by Ro- Roger Stern and John Romita Jr. The character debuted in Amazing Spider-Man annual number 16 back in 1982. Uh, she was introduced as the second Captain Marvel, and she gained superpowers after being bombarded by extra-dimensional energy produced by an energy disruptor weapon. Uh, the character joined and eventually became leader of the Avengers for a time. She was also a member of Next Wave and the latest Ultimates team. She has also been known as Photon, Pulsar, and beginning in 2013, Spectrum. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. She has her abilities, because I feel like that's going to be important too. Yes. Uh, she has energy absorption generation and manipulation. She also has the ability to travel at speeds up to the speed of light while in her energy form, uh, convert her body into any form of energy within the electromagnetic spectrum, and travel in energy for, for, um, from through the vacuum of space. She also has the ability of intangibility in in, uh, via energy form. So basically, go through walls and stuff like that. Right. That's her powers. Okay. 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 And, yeah, so, hey, it's just, her, sure. her, her team affiliations, just so it was, since we're all here, we're here talking uh, Next Wave, whatever that is, Avengers, uh, New Orleans Harbor, Harbor Patrol. I guess that's her day job. Um, Mighty Avengers, The Ultimates, and of course, Sword. So that's, um, what else would you like to know about her?
0: No, oh, that's, that's, <laughs> I think you've, I think you've covered everything I needed to know. I, I, hey. I hope, I know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it's like, so, so like you're getting these characters and like, I kind of knew she was a superhero. I think at one point and I, and I don't know why, cause I, I didn't even really, it's like, it, uh,
1: yeah, it was no surprise. Like, I, her being a superhero was no surprise. I think they already talked about it. Um, in multiple, like, uh, to be honest, there wasn't a lot of surprises. It was more like a, Oh, okay. I like the Agnes Harkness, the, uh, the Agnes being the problem I suspected from a long time ago It was talked about that she that's who she was going to be in. So when it popped up, I wasn't like, oh, no, you know, um, I was I was more into her theme song because I'm uh, <laughs> being a Munsters fan.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was, I mean, I say it, was, it was it was I think I think it was brilliantly done because like I I didn't see it coming because I didn't really look into any further than you know like getting uh, different you know like after because after a while you go you know like the first few episodes you're going ah oh, I, I know what's going on like you know I I got the gist of it and then all of a sudden it was just like oh wait a minute now now they're putting in stuff that I'm going yeah I'm gonna to have to need to just do some research on this to to, <laughs> right. to stay in the conversation to stay valid something I like I said, I like like there's a lot of t- a lot of times you can especially after we watch it like we'll go to YouTube and all of a sudden you'll see like thirty Easter eggs or ten Easter eggs that you missed from from Wanda well, like,
1: yeah like you probably missed that um uh, the, one of the big ones one of the big Easter eggs in this episode was the license plate that said Wanda. The numbers on top were Stan Lee's birthday. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay. So there's a little Stan Lee nod in there. And there's a bunch of nods to other things. Like, if you notice, Wanda's flowers are red and Agnes's are purple. What? You know, if one has purple powers and the other has red powers. Like, oh. oh. <laughs> Whoa. She's got red flowers.
0: <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was, it was it it was good. And of course there was a, there was a bumper at the end of this, uh, like, yes, last episode. The
1: first, first bumper.
0: Yes. And I don't know I was kind of like, and I, I would have, I would have skipped over it if I hadn't watched a video before the show because <laughs> no, because the, like we, we, we went and saw family on Saturday and, uh, you know, the, the, uh, we always talk about like Disney stuff and all the time, you know, like Disney shows and stuff. And I'm like, and uh, the last time, like we were going to talk about the Mandalorian and somebody didn't see it. And I'm like, I can't believe you did not watch that. Cause like they're, they're big star Wars fans as well. And I was kind of like going, "Uh, this is this, especially he like the, 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 the one really likes, uh, Boba Fett as a character. And I'm like, this is the, this is the season to watch, like you know. Okay. Right. So he finally did, and of course we still couldn't talk about it because somebody else didn't see it, so we had to wait for that to happen. So then Jeez. it was like then now of course they're all caught on one division. I'm like, yeah, I'm still an episode behind. So I was like, <laughs> so, I, so I ended up going. Well, let me because I know I'm like I can't wa- not watch it with my wife. But I'm like I'll still watch the like kind of spoiler because I'm like it really isn't like 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 people get freaked out about spoilers and stuff like i really don't care because a lot of times you don't get the whole story unless you watch the show you know like kind of thing and then, so i ended up watching that and i'm like and the, the first thing was like you make sure you stay for the bumper at the end i'm like oh good thanks i think you told me <laughs> Like, thanks <laughs> you know? like they didn't say what it was so you know because i think I, I think i fell asleep because it was late at night when i was watching <laughs> it so. so i was like all right well at least i know there's a bumper so when i watch I was like oh i'm satisfied like you know so but uh, yeah, the storyline—the storyline's is getting interesting, you know. I'm, and um, I, I can't wait. I'm, uh, some people are are rumoring, and I and I think this is a wild rumor at this point. Um, that they were um, they were going to bring Reed Richards in, and it was going to be played by Kaninsky. Uh,
1: okay, 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 okay. You need to take a deep breath (sighs) okay Okay. because number one if they do have him on the show that is he's already he's already kind of tied to a TV show already he's um, we call it um, Jack Ryan on the Amazon show Mm -hmm. you know Um, but that's not to say that they can't set him up to be in a Fantastic Four movie um, but also a lot of people are saying, wouldn't it be funny if it winds up being John Krasinski because of the tie that him and um, I keep forgetting the agent Wu have already worked together in the past. Technically, if you're a fan of the office, <laughs> okay, because there's, um, I think I mentioned on the show that, that John Krasinski's gym and, um, ryan wilson uh rain wilson no yeah um yeah, the, Wilson, Dw- dwight they're always having this practical joke stuff and one of the best practical jokes that i think jim ever did to dwight was have um a guy um agent Woo, i forget his name park i think his name is
2: mm-hmm.
1: um come in saying that he was jim and had photos with him and Pam. He's basically and it was set up that that Jim knows him through like he's an acting friend and that this was they were just doing this gag and he played as Jim the entire day and through, you know, Dwight off. But so that's where everyone's like, oh, my God, they do have John Krasinski in the show. You just you know, it's and they always show a picture of Agent Wu because of that, that it's a great it's a brilliant joke. And I know I'm not setting it up because it's more visual than anything else. It's a great episode. Yeah, it's a great practical joke. But it is very like very much of the if he does, you know, like if he's in it, I'll I'll be surprised because I do have a news article that is probably going to debunk a lot of that. Okay. Um, But I mean, I don't know. I mean, according to um, the actors. They are very much of the. There is a big, like, oh my God, I can't believe this has actually happened, like, who we got to be on the show, and it hasn't happened yet. Because a lot of people thought it was going to be Evan Peters and Pedro. That's not it. That's, you know, I mean, it's it was like, a, oh my God, there's supposed to be something bigger. And there's only, like, supposedly two episodes left, but I heard that the last three episodes were supposed to be an hour long. Now, if there's nine episodes and this past week was seven, seven was only a half hour. So a lot of people, I saw a rumor that <laughs> this, is, I, people should really stop with conspiracy theories because they're going to say that episode eight and episode nine are going to be an hour long, but there's a week break between the last episode of, of WandaVision and the first episode of uh, Fal- Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are going, oh, well, that last hour that they... F- because Feige has said that the last three episodes are going to be an hour long and they're thinking that there's a secret 10th episode that's going to be in between those two. That's going to, you know, and that's where like it's going to be like, Oh my God, shockers and stuff like that. I, I don't, like I said, I'm just like, um, with, when is, is it Friday? I'm going to watch it. <laughs> if it's an hour, like I was kind of bummed because I was looking forward to maybe be an hour because I think now it's gotten to the point where I think you can, give us a little more now because I think that now everything's coming to a I don't think you can wrap this up easily in an hour, in a half hour I think you need like almost an hour or maybe not an hour and a half at least to kind of because you got to deal with Agnes you have to deal with you know Rambo because I mean she very, very I was just surprised they actually introduced a brand new superhero into the mix during this TV show yeah. You know, she, even, she even had the superhero landing at one point You know, I mean The moment she came through, her eyes were blue And Stacey's like, oh my god, She, eyes are blue i like, yeah, there you go, she's now officially You know, superhero yeah and then, then Wanda knocks her around and then she lands and she does the you know, lands on the one knee type thing I'm like superhero pose you know it's like
0: and it's like you feel like Deadpool just, like she's gonna do it she's gonna do it I was like right before
1: you set it up like she's gonna she's gonna, she's gonna she's gonna do superhero pose I can feel it it's 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 right there and even, she's hanging above the air she's gonna land on the one the one leaving and boom she does it I'm like superhero pose well, ta-da you know it's it's it, it, it writes itself at that point yes um the bumper at the end snooper's gonna snoop you know (laughs) it's like okay i kind of figured there was no way he wasn't going to be in for the rest of the show the question whether is because i've mentioned that she is the mother of nicholas scratch is that her son is evan peters playing uh you know scratch or is he just a, a manifestation of Agnes is, like, just fucking with Wanda because of... The well, that, yeah, that's to say, that
0: brings up a lot of questions because the rabbit uh, is named Senior Scratch. So a lot of people are theorizing mm-hmm. that the son may be the rabbit in hiding.
1: Okay. Someone said... So I, even saw, <laughs> I even saw some theories that... that Because they're really, really... <laughs> pun intended. They're really stretching this Reed Richards thing out so long that some people even... some that, that the, still that the astrophysicist is going to be him but more importantly that they said that the rabbit was Doctor Strange
0: well that's the thing because they they said that this is going to be this is going to set up for the multiverse of madness uh, uh, movie like basically right. like that's the, the idea of, of why this is this show is happening the way it is and all of that like, they, like that's going to be the whole idea so yeah okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then there's also um, the, the the actress who plays Anya from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She was in an episode. She's actually in a couple episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, because of the whole flower situation, someone said, "Well, because Wanda's flowers are red, Scarlet Witch. Agnes's purple flowers because her magic is purple. There's another witch um, whose whose primary color is yellow, and that Anya's." I'm going to call her Ganyu because I can't, I don't remember her real name. She's tending her flowers and all her her flower beds, all yellow. So they're making the assumption that she, she's also another witch. And that it's basically all these witches got sucked into this portal, this, this you know, Westview. And that there are the bigger bad guys leeching their their magical abilities to feed their own. Which is, you know, and then people are still thinking Manifesto is going to be, Manifesto is going to be in it, which is, Marvel's version of, of the devil mm-hmm. um, because the kids um, Wanda's kids are supposed to have been um, a piece of Mephisto and that there was a fly on a wall I don't think it was a fly I'll be honest I don't, I didn't they, like
0: they, somebody said it was a cicada
1: a cicada okay Man, that's what it looked like to me too um, but that might have been like you know to symbolize that Mephisto was actually there at that moment you know, because, because the kids are gone, no one knows where the kids are. And that if you noticed when you, when you watch the show, cause we've talked about it in the past, the use of the letterbox format and the standard format because of the show that they were using there, there were basically, um, WandaVision, the TV show, uh, do you have the, the, it was basically a spoof of the office and modern family, um, uh-huh. uh, because uh, the office pretty much introduced the United States into that breaking the fourth wall, as I call it, where the character talks to the camera like they're addressing you. So, but Modern Family has used it for eleven years for their show. So it's like this doc, this mockumentary type thing where you know they, something happens and then they sit down and they kind of comment on on the story. Right. That's kind of what was happening. But you'll see that's the reason why her her show filled so up the whole letterbox the whole TV but if you watch when she gets down to the basement it shrinks down to the letterbox format as if to stabilize that when she goes in that basement she's no longer in Wanda in, in Wanda world I'll call it you know in West Westview that she is now actually in the quote-unquote real world at this moment because of the letterbox format shrinking down the the as the aspect ratio uh. so it was like you kind of there's like all these like little Hints and nods and like oh, and then there's this, and then there's that. And like oh boy, so I'm I'm just like what is it? I'll just wait. I'm Mister like I'll I'll t- I watch it before I go to work because everyone at my job we watch it, so we kind of chit chat about it. And one of my coworkers was a film major, so we get to kind of talk about like the nuances of film and filming and t- the television aspect. It's but I, I am I'm thoroughly in enjoying the show i i wasn't one of those people that didn't like the first two episodes i actually liked the first two episodes i think that is because of my age (laughs) i mean i don't know what millennial knows the dick van dyke show or what millennial or gen z person knows about bewitched maybe they'll know the brady bunch maybe um Obviously, I think they get The Office and the, the Modern Family, but at this point now, that that illusion of the, the sitcom thing is gone. Um, but those first two episodes, unless you know the you know those sitcom roots of the Dick Van Dyke Show and and, and the Bewitch Show, or even I Dream a Genie, you get. I, of course, they won't like it because there there's no there's no nostalgia. Tap to them with it,
2: Mm
1: you know, as as something like Modern Family or something maybe from like Malcolm in the Middle, you know, which was last week's kind of spoof or or satire. I'm 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 loving it. I think it's great. I can't wait to see how this is going to end and how it's all going to tie into something because as. Make my Marvel,
0: Ed. As <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm 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 really enjoying it. You know, I, I, again, I'm going to keep saying this over and over again. I just think that it needs to be a like a, a Netflix version of it, where they need to dump every episode on, so you can watch it straight through from, um, you know, uh, beginning to end. Because it's just like this this weekly format of how it is is just not mm-hmm. enough. Because you go. Because especially when you get... Like, if you feel like you're getting into the meat of this and it's only 30-some minutes generally, so all of a sudden, like, it's over and you're going, oh, crap. <laughs> like, right. Now, now i got to wait a week for the rest of this, you know. It's like, oh, damn it, son of a bitch.
1: Yeah, but, you know, it's making people talk about it all week. It gets people something jazzed about, you know. Like, maybe if... Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe because it's there's some psychological thing that since... Most people aren't going out in the world. Like, since most people aren't going outside, it's giving people something to do and something to look forward to. Mm. I don't know. There's some. I'm sure there's some psychological thing. Like, maybe if there wasn't a pandemic and most of us re- or have to be indoors, maybe they would have put it all out there. But I, I don't know. I mean, it works for the boys. It works for WandaVision. I don't know. I think.
0: Oh, I didn't I, think. I didn't think it worked for the boys that drove me crazy because I got to watch the first season all like back-to-back straight through and you're like, wow, that was really good. And I was like, I kind of wanted a second season right away and then you're going, wait, I got to wait week-to-week for this thing? Son of a bitch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but that's something we, we, that's what we did back then and back in the old days. You you're spoiled.
0: Yeah, I know.
2: <laughs>
0: we used to say the same thing a while ago. I'm like, oh I you I could get used to the week to week thing. I'm like, now I got used to this like whole like watching it all once and you're like, Oh, this is awesome, you know. And now you're going back to week to week, you're like, What's this bullshit? It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> the way I feel about <laughs> retro games. <laughs> <laughs> like do not I w well, I don't I don't want to go through that format. That sucks. Why are you doing that to me? <laughs> <laughs> um I, I was there anything else that you did this week
0: no that's uh that's uh pretty much it i mean i've i, I i've been doing some more research uh, again i was talking about last week about the uh, online video game uh playing streaming uh uh thing and i actually got to see it kind of firsthand uh this weekend and it was uh it's an education it really is it's a it's a real uh, eye-opener and you know like how things work and and how to get things you know uh, uh, it it takes a lot it does it really does right it yeah. isn't
1: just a, like oh turn a camera on and play a video game and, and all of a sudden I'm entertaining yeah <laughs>
2: right
0: so it was, it was it was really neat to see so oh. firsthand so behind the scenes all, it was really really uh, fascinating so I I I, uh, I got educated this weekend so that's uh, okay. that's pretty much it so but, but how about you I mean what did you do this past week I'm sure you ah. taken notes again and I've uh, got, got a lot to uh, discuss
1: well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, jeez, the tank said you like putting that. I'm gonna set this up for sure. I And mean, You're like, yeah, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's what I'm here for. Actually,
1: that that's not true. I did watch Bombshell because it was on Hulu, like okay, you said. Yes, I watched it, and it was really, really, really good. I mean, I I enjoyed every moment of it. I there were moments where I'm like, I can't. First of all, Charlize Theron, Theron, she transforms herself into these characters because I know that she had makeup, you know, done on her face to make her look more like the um, Kelly. Yeah. Um. So, but great makeup job. Um. The acting was phenomenal out of everybody. Even Margot Robbie, I I's character I like. Yeah. You know, there it it made it, and to know that that happened was like wow i can't fucking believe it you know um so i was like okay i mean i thought it got me just angry enough as a as a man to be like oh my god this is this sucks for women like you know maybe like i stacy always is proud of me like when i start saying like something like there's there what women have to go through as a guy seeing it irritates me yeah um and to see it on, on, on the big screen, I'm like, oh, that's son of a... Like, it just sucks. And it got me... I was already in, like, well, I'm already, I'm already in... A, like, I'm already in this I-hate-people-of-power, like, mood. So right after I watched Bombshell, because it was early enough, I rolled right into another Hulu documentary, because I'm like, okay, I got to see <laughs> the fictionalized realism, you know, of what happened. Now let me go into the real-real... And I watched Untouchable, which was the story, uh, the Harvey Weinstein story.
2: Oh, okay.
1: So it's it's uh, we call it a documentary on Hulu, and it's basically, it, it, It's the the Harvey Weinstein stuff. It's and with people who have actually been, you know, uh, assaulted by him in this in this movie. Like they talk about who he was, like when he was younger, and and then the stories through the course of narration you know they have these women who come in and like the first woman I think talks about it like was even before he was even famous that you know he did this to her and then it talks he brings in some like Rosanna Arquette was in it I was like holy shit like I didn't like it, you when you see the scope of what he did to, to the women and and how people in the Miramax and how people kind of knew like, like it wasn't a It wasn't a secret that Harvey Weinstein was this person. Like it was it kind of it gets you going, Motherfucker, like how deep did this this go? Because there's people in the office who, you know, are like, Well, you know, Harvey had like a temper or he would do this or he would do that, you know, and I'm like or what he would do, what his like oh his moves was no, we don't have to do anything, but you know what, why don't you give me a massage? And I'm like, oh, like it just it made me felt like, wow, I feel like I need to apologize to any woman I ever talked to. Like, you know, because it just makes you go, wow, it just you never know. It, it, like I said, it was it was fascinating to watch. And it also, again, I was already on that wave of like frustration and anger or something like that. and you can't have a good day and go. You know what I think? I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch a movie about a guy who basically was a predator in the movie business. Yeah, yeah that sounds like a good time. You
0: know, like, <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> the you laughs know, are it, gonna unfold here. You know, <laughs> like,
1: right? Oh, <laughs> you know what? I had such a long day. I'm gonna kick back and relax and watch about, you know, rape. You know, it's <laughs> it's. You just can't do that. You have to like. You have to be in the mindset and watching Bombshell put me in the mindset of being able to go like, oh, you know what? I'm already angry. Now I might as well watch this one because it'll just it'll just make me even more angrier. Or I'm already at that that right level of anger. It's just let's just keep this party rolling. <laughs> let's keep it going. <laughs> like you know, I'm, I'm going to double down on the uh, on the, uh, the 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 bad touching. <laughs> no, I, I was just it was a fascinating documentary. Um, I do recommend it again. You had to kind of. You gotta have a, a, a thick skin to watch it though, because it does. It it gets graphic in the telling, you know, and that's you know it's it's done that purposely, you know, because it does go up to him being arrested. It, it's basically the 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 history. It's the story of the hashtag Me Too movement. Yes, you know, it's that is legitimately what. It, by the end of it, it's. What the Me Too movement was about it was about Harvey Weinstein, and the not about him specifically, about sexual assault with women. That everyone has a story, and that's you know that's Me Too, you know Me Too, and Me Too, and it's just that it, how it's spurned that movement because of of what what happened at that time. And it was like I said, it was it was pretty fascinating. Um, those are the only two things that I watched by myself. Um, Stacy and I have been watching this a barbecue cook off show on Netflix.
2: Okay. Um, I don't know.
1: It's 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 a competition show. I mean the only thing it does it makes me really want to have a barbecue sand you know, like have some pulled brisket and you know like it makes me go, once can we order out like <laughs> every time I watch them going, I lose that I could go for a steak right now. Or ooh, that's brisket looks good. This one of the episodes we watched, they were cooking um, raccoon uh, squirrel, iguana, like venison, like there was some normal meats like bison and I'm like, okay, well I've had bison before, I've had venison, which is deer, I've never had iguana, I've never had raccoon, never had beaver, but you know what, that guy's cooking it really good, I fuck, I'd try that. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm like, am I just, is it just because I'm feeling those way because it's winter? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're outside and they're on the open grills and I could, you know, sometimes smell the, the barbecue coming in and going, oh, Oh, oh that It looks like heaven. Wow! I want to be with. I want to be where the warm food is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: do, do, do I want to build some barbecue?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I mean, that's that's pretty well. We've been watching. Um, also, that's what I've been watching. I did notice too that this week Ed, um, the Muppet Show, has finally hit. Disney Plus,
0: yay!
1: Um, with a, miss, a couple of missing episodes, you know. Um, apparently, I saw an article, and I could talk. I've got this one I can talk about. I do have an article for later in the the show from the news um, that there's a couple of episodes missing, and Disney's saying it's because of licensing rights for the songs that are being used. Right. Um, on the show, so there's still a couple of I guess missing shows, but right away, as soon as I saw it, it was on, I went right to season four because I've seen seasons one through. I think I own seasons one through three on DVD. Right. So I went to season four, and of course, you know, right away I want to go look at the uh, you know Luke Skywalker, you know Mark Hamill ep- episode, and I noticed that r- when I got to that spot, because it's been so long that that one stands out the most in my head. I had no idea that the two shows prior to that was Superman and Wonder Woman. <laughs> it was it was Christopher Reeve, then Linda Carter, then Mark Hamill. And I'm like oh, that's an hour and a half. I was like, holy shit. Like I need to I have yet to actually sit down and watch any of those episodes, but I I was like, oh my god, I that's that disc- those that hour and a half is Sean's childhood. In a nutshell, because <laughs> I remember, like, really, I mean, that's not to mention, of course, I see you know, the Alice Cooper, the Vincent Price ones. I think uh, is Ozzy on one. I don't think Ozzy, I think Ozzy might be in one, maybe.
0: Um, but it's no, Ozzy was not like, one. I think we went through this before. <laughs> I think we did go through this. He was not. It's a Mandela like, effect no for you.
1: Or, or maybe it's with the new. It's the, it was the new. Um, there was another show in the nineties. That they, they try re it back. No, they, they did That's Muppets it, Tonight.
0: Yeah, that was a there was a new show like in the, right in the nineties, and you you, you and uh, I think I think he might have been in that one, but not the original. It's, uh,
1: it's it's all a blur. It's a blur of fluff. fluff. <laughs> um, so I haven't, well, I haven't watched that yet. I haven't you know, I started to, but then I got distracted by something else. I was like, oh, something shiny, and and I was like, oh, I'll watch that on my own time. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited about that Um I mean, outside to say that We had Here in I mean First of all I feel bad for Texas Yes Still frozen Um We had a bit of a snowstorm this week as well Um But unlike most people I had to go to fucking work Ed Okay I I <laughs> here's, it was, it was, it was, it was this past Thursday. Um, and get up snow, snow on the ground. And I'm like, okay, well, it doesn't look too bad. It's supposed to be pretty bad, but you know, I have, I work inside a mall and that mall usually will, I, I, if I'm open, if the mall is closed, I'm closed. If the mall is open, I'm open. That's, That's how it works. right? Um, so I, unfortunately the, the mall is pretty bad about when they decide to pull the trigger to be either open or closed. So usually, it's like a half hour before we're supposed to get there. <laughs> you know, and then again, that was the case where the you know we got the call saying oh, the mall is going to be open, and while there's I work at one mall, it's outside of the city of Philadelphia, and while most of the city of Philadelphia was closed, since I'm on the outside, my store, the, our mall was open. However, this is where this is where the stories. This is where everything goes south. Stacy also works at the mall. Now you're thinking, okay, well, I guess you and Stacy went to work. <clears throat> Wrong. Stacy works for two decent companies. Who went? You know what? You're not coming in. You know, she got a text even before the mall even said we were going to be open. Her job already said, "Don't even bother coming in. We're going to be closed. No point. Stay home." Okay, so then all she had to worry about was her second job because she was working both both jobs that day. Um, eventually, her second job said, you know what? Don't even bother. It's, it's going to be a waste of time. Forget it. Right. Well, two out of three are bad, I guess,
2: because
1: I was like, oh, I guess do the right thing. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. I hear at least once an hour in my store – We at blah 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 care about our employees and our guests. That's why we have all these new health procedures and why we do this. And I'm like, but you still want me to drive in though, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Right. You still want me to, like, you know, go out in the snow when everyone else is going, hey, if you don't got to go out, don't go out. You still want me to go out, but you care about my health and my (laughs) safety. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me again. Oh, you only care about it when I'm on the clock. (laughs) how i get there you don't give a fuck about (laughs) so so i get there and i i I informed my boss i'm like okay well i guess i'm gonna head in i'll let you know when i'm there you know i get there you know relatively late you know because i would say mid-morning at this point not that it mattered because my my parking lot wasn't even plowed so i'm driving through the snow going I don't even know where to park. I kind of get a general idea where to park, but I don't know if I'm on the lines. Like, you know, at this point, fuck it. Who cares? Right. There's no one there. So I go in, open up the gate. You know, I'm doing, I'm, you know, I, I, I shut the gate behind me because uh, I got to set up for the day. And I'm doing that and I put the gate up and I'm looking down around the hallway. And there's only, in the the mall that I work in is is kind of like a the letter C, you know, a square C um, this is the best way I can put it if you're looking from the top down um, and I'm on one end and Boskovs is my end cap store they call them there's two anchor stores in my mall one of them is Boskovs, and the other one is Barnes & Noble All right and I know people are listening like what's this got to do with nerd shit it's not I'm just going to tell my week people relax
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm venting so I opened up the gate Boscov's is open every other store on my aisle on my like in my section closed all of them I stood there in the hallway and yelled at the top of my lungs this is bullshit and no one even looked (laughs) like I felt like I was in dawn of the dead there was nobody not a soul I'm like all right, well you know day goes a little like an hour into my day still not a soul nobody i think i saw maybe the when i came in one of the security security people was there and the security girl was like hey just so you know i'm glad you because my stacy was on the phone with her for a little while about whether or not it to be opening she's like you know sorry you got to come in i'm like well it's not your fault you know it's it is what it is and she's like you know the building manager is here if you want to talk to her and her name's i forget what her name is and she's actually kind of she just got hired i'm like i'm not talking to anybody because I'm not in the right frame of mind to want to be having a nice, polite conversation with anybody. Because I'm pissed off that I just had to drive here, <laughs>
0: you
1: know, when I shouldn't be here. That, that's the like, thing. No. Like,
0: like it's it's too late at that point. It's it's not even the fact that's so was like you know, like you had a phone like phone somebody to apologize, and you had to come in. You could talk to somebody. It's like I'm here already. It doesn't matter. Like the damage right. is done.
1: I'm already here. I'm already irritated. I haven't seen anybody. You know, this place is empty. You know, an hour into my day, I go, fuck it. I'm gonna see who else is open. So I legitimately walk out of my store, close the gate, you know, and I decide to walk the mall. It's not a long mall, it's not a long because it's not a, that big of a mall. I mean it mm-hmm. can be kind of big if you're, you know, tired. Um, because at this point Boskov's who was open earlier in the day is now closed. And I'm like, well, that kind of sucks now, because that's fucking Bosco. It's like one of my. It's one of the big stores. So I go down, I walk the hallways, I get to the food court, obviously nothing's there. The food court's kind of like the halfway point of the mall. I, I took photos, because I was going to send these photos to my district manager to go like, why am I fucking here? Because um, it was me and four other stores were open. And three of those other stores were clothing stores. You know, that apparently are always open and the other one was t-mobile for whatever reason <laughs> um and i'm like i walk the halls and i get down to barnes and noble and they're closed too they were closed from the get-go and i'm like this is this is bullshit i'm like at some point i stacy and i were on the she was on she called me because i'm like yeah barnes and Noble. i was like i wonder if barnes and nobles we were talking i said that bars box clubs was closed and by the time she, like, got back to me, I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at Barnes the world right now, and they're closed. And she called me, she's like, what do you mean you're looking at them? I'm like, I closed my door, and I figured I'd take a walk, you know? It's not like I haven't seen I haven't seen anybody. And I put a little sign, I'm like, don't worry, I put a sign, be back in 15 minutes, you know? For all they know, I could be in the back room taking a dump,
2: you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, and I'm like, if they, you know, if they made it to, to the mall to go shopping for video games, they can wait an extra five minutes, you know, for me to get back. Right. But you know, but there was nobody. So I, I I contacted my district manager and I was like, Hey, look, I there's nobody here at all. What are you gonna do you going to do? is just closed. You know, Barnes and Noble's. my I was like the way I put the way I put it, it's my two anchor stores are closed in our mall. And I, I he's like, Have you seen anybody? I'm like, No <laughs> Like and at that point he was like, Okay, we'll close up at three and then we'll just just close up at three. I'm like, Okay. Like because in two hours that's going to matter like whatever you know you just tell me to go home now but fortunately enough it was like then the mall called me because that's what they do they call all the stores at one time and they go yeah they're going to close at two and I'm like alright looks like I'm out of here too you know (laughs) and I packed up my shit drove home I think I was in my store for maybe three and a half maybe four hours maybe I got there like you know yeah, yeah, not even maybe not even not even four hours. You know, um, most of that was me just diddling, just kind of <laughs> walking around. I was cleaning. The, I was doing the basic stuff, and there was something I could I could have done that could maybe could have taken up my whole day, but I didn't want to say, "Hey, I got something I could do to keep myself occupied," because then they'd be like, "Oh, then you could stay there all day." Right. <laughs> you know, I because that was before the mall decided to go. Yeah, we're shutting down. But here is the interesting fact of all this is that, I found out how shit works at the mall, is that the reason why the mall was open in the first place was because Boscov's said that they were going to be open. So because Boscov's was open, the whole mall decided to stay open.
0: Right, because if Boscov's the big guy on the box, it's like, yeah, we're going to be open. It's like, all right, well, if Bosco's open, you got to open because it's like you you follow the leaders, basically what it comes down to, you know, like through all this, you know, because I, like I call my job sometimes, and I'm like, is anybody there, you know, like kind of thing, and like like if nobody answers, I'm like, guess nobody there, I'm not going. But I knew I knew Thursday, you know, like I had to go to work, like type of thing, so because I had some things I wanted to to do real quick. I'm thinking, hey, if nobody's there, I can get in and out, be done, no problem. But like right. it's my day started before I even got into the, into the job. Like I was driving, and luck, like like my phone was ringing. Luckily, I have a new car, and have the Bluetooth option where I can do it through my you know my control panel in the in the car. So I was able to hit the button, you know, and and be able to talk to people through the speaker, you know, through the through the radio, you know, type of thing. And it was just funny because it was like I'm like I, I guess I I guess I need to be, here <laughs> today because there was these issues and I. I took care of them, but like, like you were saying, like you know, like you, my boss, God has to come down from the mountains and go close, you know, <laughs> you know, like, and that's the only way we're gonna close because he won't even shop. He'll just he'll be calling up like, hey, how's the numbers? What's what's going on? You know, kind of thing. And you're like, right. it's snowing, and we're not doing any business, you know, like type of thing. But what it makes it sad though is is that I'm the one of the youngest people that work for my company. And I'm in my 40s. And I'm not young by a few years. Like, I'm young by a lot of years. So, when people show up, it makes it look bad for young people that can't make it to work. Because I have an 80-year-old guy that was in work, you know, building stuff. And I'm like, he's fucking 80. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Like, like he shouldn't really be here. It's like a safety issue. (laughs) Like, you know, because, because, you you know, you're driving, you slow down and stuff. This guy is, this guy's full cognitive, you know, abilities. He's, he's, he's very uh, astute and everything. So you, you, you you tend to worry about him less, but you go, the man's 80 years old. Like, you know, like some guys didn't show up and you're like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, like, dude, you're in your fifties. Like. (laughs) Guy in his 80s showed up, you know. It, always, it makes you always look bad, you know. Like I think if the old guy shows up, you should be here. But I, but, but it was just funny because you like you, you were like, ah, oh, I was done by two, you know, because the the store finally, you know, the mall finally closed. Well, I gotta I get, we get the word to close at three thirty. So as as I'm packing up and, and getting ready to go, of course, I get a call from somebody in France. And I have to talk to him. And it was funny. I got off the phone and I'm like, hello, anybody here? <laughs> um, nobody, nobody said goodbye. Nobody said, hey, Ed, you all right? Like, you know, kind of thing. They all just left, you know, kind of thing. So I had to close everything down and shut everything off. And, you know, I didn't leave till like after 4 o'clock. It was, like, it was like, oh, my God. And I'm like, yeah, another – I could have stayed here another hour. It would have been a full day. Yeah. You know? So – but, uh, yeah, so I, I, I understand <laughs> you're, you're
2: playing.
1: <laughs> um, let's see, that's, uh, yeah, that was, that's, that was my week, you know, outside of watching, uh, the two movies. Uh, I don't i to watch anything else. No, there's some good sales on, uh, voodoo this week that I, I want to think about taking advantage of, cause it's like that whole new five dollar weekend kind of deal. Um, uh, but outside of that, uh. Is it, it? So, uh, what do you got going on? And since I don't know what movies are coming out anymore, I, I rely on you to let me know like, Ooh, is, is that worth getting on a physical copy or not?
0: <laughs> um, actually this week is if you want to go live in the eighties. This is, this is your week <laughs> 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 type of thing, but these movies are not some of these movies. I should tell them cause there's, there's a one here that, you know, might be a good pickup for you. Um, they're not like top, like, oh, I got to buy this. Uh, but a lot has to do with, uh, some of it has to do with 80s music and some doesn't. Okay. The first one here is The All-Nighter. It's coming out on Blu-ray for the first time. And uh, this stars Susanna Hoffs, who is the lead singer for the um, Bangles. The Bangles. Yeah. yeah. And if anybody f- <laughs> Google her, she is in the 80s. Whew, she was hot. So uh she, her and John Cus- Cusack, sorry, John Cusack play two uh, uh college co eds that uh, are trying to find love at a surfside uh, um you know thing and there's an all night party. It's one of those kind of uh you know, all night comedy type of style, like like, uh shenanigans happens through the night and stuff like that. And uh uh, I actually might pick this one up because this this is this one was really for me, <laughs> than anybody else. Because I was like I was like, oh, I love her as a, a singer and, uh, and <laughs> she's just gorgeous. Um, so there you go. Um, then of course there's the John Hughes Five Movie Collection uh, coming out on Blu-ray, and it's not the typical like 16 Candles, Pretty in Pink uh, style movies. The Pretty in Pink is in this, uh, but Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Pretty in Pink. Some kind of wonderful planes, trains, and automobiles, and she's having a baby is in this uh, collection. So, uh, okay, if uh, you All know, because right. I know there's, I know there's a the, like the 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 brat pack version that came out uh, a few years ago, but now this is like kind of like as other hit movies. Uh, and then uh, the one's called The Go Go's. It's a it's a documentary about the Go Go's, the, uh, the 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 eighties band. Uh, um, that uh you know was a big hit back in the early 80s of uh, the la punk scene a uh, new wave style uh music if uh, if you don't know who they are uh, i i enjoyed them and i was like i said i liked bangles and the go-go's that was my kind of music back then uh in the early 80s until i turned to metal um, <laughs> i have an eclectic sound uh, that uh, that i have of different different bands and stuff but uh yeah so uh so if you're interested in what the 80s scene was back then uh, in L.A. and the new wave punk uh, style, uh, that's, the, uh, that's the documentary. Get the goes. And that is all I have for movies and uh, television. So we're going to move on to video games. And uh, we have right. uh, five titles. I don't know if they're big titles, but there are five titles. Uh, we have Persona 5 Strikes. Uh, developed by Atlas and Omega Force. And published by Atlas for the PS4, Switch, and PC. And that will come on Tuesday the 23rd. Uh, then we have Ghost and Goblins Resurrection. Developed by Capcom and published by Capcom for the Switch. And that will be on Thursday the 25th. Then we have Hellpoint. Uh, developed by Cradle Games and published by Tiny Build for the Switch. And that will be on 25th Thursday. Uh, Beverly Default 2. Developed by Clay Tech Works and published by Square Enix for the Switch, and that'll be on Friday the 26th. And finally, Retro Mania Wrestling, developed by Retro Soft Studios, uh, and it's uh, for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and that'll be on Friday the 26th. So that sounded kind of interesting, the Retro Mania Wrestling uh, uh, style. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm trying to look it up real quick. Yeah, it's like that old 80s uh, kind of... No, no, no i don't know if it is i'll look at the box cover of it but uh, it kind of looks reminds me of those old 80s wrestlers uh you know the, the when the the popularity started to but i don't think it's them because it's not like you don't know, see hulk hogan and and uh, uh macho man randy savage and jimmy superfly stucco and stuff like that so uh, right. but it's 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 their kind of character esques. Uh, uh so it might be something uh a little bit different so but uh, there you go that, and that's all the uh Video games, out coming out this week. So oh,
2: okay, there you uh, the
1: bravely, the bravely default two. Um, apparently, I heard is 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 a, is a popular. Um, it's going to be the big the big one this week.
0: Okay, but yeah,
1: it is what it is. Japanese a role playing game. Um, all right, so Ed, I got news.
0: Okay, let's let's do this. Okay.
1: All right. So let's go with. Uh, um, did you see? You know what? There was something. Did you see the trailer for the um, Cruella DeVille movie with Emma Stone?
0: No, I haven't seen that yet.
1: I. It actually looks pretty good. Uh, I, I don't know. It, I don't know if they're going to try to do the like you know, sympathize with Cruella because I don't know. It's hard to. It's hard to to want to wanna try to make a, a puppy killer sympathetic. <laughs>
0: understand her fight, her fight, what she's going through. It's, it's Look, I mean,
1: I mean, I know dogs can be assholes just like everybody else, but I'm, I you know, I don't think I could sign with the puppy killer. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I draw the line. You want to eat human remains? By all means, I can sympathize with, you know, like, sounds <laughs> of the Lambs and, you know, put the lotion in the basket. I, I get it. People suck. You want to destroy them completely. But I draw a line of puppies. It's... <laughs>
0: There is a line, and you crossed it, sir. With puppies,
1: right? You now she looks really good. I mean, the only problem I think people are going to have is is that you know, Emma does a what you call a British accent, and it doesn't sound like it's. It sounds like it's good, but it also sounds kind of like it's going to go halfway through the movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll fix it in post, and they never do.
1: The crazier she gets, the more American she's going to (laughs) sound. But the reason why I bring it up is because, now again, it's just a trailer. But the the good old folks at PETA called for Disney to promote pet adoption message after the Cruella trailer.
0: <laughs> okay. Really? Hey, um it's, huh? Really?
1: I, I, Yes. Um, okay. if Everybody doesn't know Corella Deville and cruelty to animals go hand in hand. It's basically the character's whole shtick. Uh, so perhaps it's not surprising that the fo- that after following the release of the first trailer for Corella, the new live action origin story of the Hundred and One Dalmatians villain, the animal rights organization PETA had something to say. Uh, but PETA isn't asking Disney to turn to Cruella into a dog lover or anything. The group simply wants to see Disney promote animal adoption in order to prevent a repeat of events the last time Cr- Cruella and Dalmatians were in a live-action movie spotlight. In <laughs> uh, a press release from PETA... Um, they point out, as, as a character, Cruella de is an excellent character to serve as an example of why people wearing fur is a bad thing. However, Peter would like to see Disney do more to promote pet adoption surrounding cr- Cruella. It comes from a fear that uh, the new movie might result in renewed interest in Dalmatians, which could end up resulting in a lot of homeless dogs once they grow up. Um, just because back in the 1990s, a live-action 101 Dalmatian was produced starring John, uh, Glenn Close as Corella DeVille in the movie, and which was a success. That 102 Dalmatians was soon followed. Remember that one.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, the films were widely credited with popular- popularizing the Dalmatian puppy as a pet. However, it seems as the large, high energy dogs got older, many owners found that they were less able to care for them, leading to many reportedly being dumped or given to animal shelters. PETA wants to avoid a repeat performance and thus wants to encourage pet adoption. Considering that in the past, a PETA has also called for the removal of Bo Peep's crook in Toy Story 4 and has been mad at Nintendo for a video game that stimulated cow milking in <laughs> the organization's cruel concerns are honestly are honestly fairly reasonable you know, compared to their latest outcries. Um... <sighs> I don't know. It's uh, like see, go see the new movie Corolla, sponsored by PETA. <laughs> just,
0: see, see the problem I have with this is the fact is is that you're 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 it's it there should be there should be a questionnaire filled out like if like all of a sudden there's like a, a, a uprush of of people adopting puppy uh, uh, Dalmatians. You, there should be there should be a question. Is this because you saw the movie, you know, whatever movie it is, you know, like 101 Dimensions or whatever. It's like, no, you can't. Like, it's like you have to be denied, like, so many times before you go, you know, like, it's like, you know, like, go through, like, a training course or something like that. Like, this is what it's going to take, like, you know, and see a full grown Dalmatian and, like, what it's going to take to to raise this dog before, you know, because it's like, it's nice that people go, oh, they're so cute. I want one. And then after you're like, say after a while, they go in. I don't want it. But that's the thing, like that's that's not Disney's fault. Like Disney's like showing hey, the cuteness, God.
1: Right, no, no, no. It's like I, I'm I'm agreeing with you hundred percent. It's not like Disney's going like, Yeah, go out and get yourself one.
0: <laughs> they're just they're using it as a character in a story to move something forward to you know, uh you know, and I mean like it's 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 great that they're 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 advocating hero pets. <laughs> it's, it's, as you know a star in 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 film i mean i i don't how else to put it you know like you know it's it's it, you know it's like you know like, like you 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 know you're you you have a dog or a cat or whatever and all of a sudden they'll like you're a hero in a story and you're going hey my cat my animal can do that you know, like you know it's like and it's like yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna adopt the dalmatian that can talk or you know be able to right. be able to comprehend the human uh uh uh, w- w- world yeah, and- you
1: understand when, when I say do you want to go out it tilts its head towards me so it must understand what I'm talking about and therefore it can hear me and understand me and correspond with me tell me to kill the neighbor
2: <laughs> <See>?
1: <laughs> it's what the dog told me to do that because it couldn't stand the way it's cooked <laughs> Like. <laughs> dogs have a more scent they told me that dogs has a more sensitive palate for smell and that the neighbor cooks with too much chutney so i had to go over and kill them with an axe
0: <laughs> it's ridiculous
1: <laughs> I, I i i do agree i think that you were on something though i think that if someone walks into any kind of a pet agency or or a pound or a pet store and says I want to buy a Dalmatian, I think that person should wait three months.
2: Right.
1: Wait a month. Just wait a month. Because right now you're like, oh my God, puppies, yay. And then you walk in there and you give it you need I think you're you are you are get that high going on, like puppy high and you're like, oh my God, they're so cute. They're so adorable. They they'll be able to play a piano just like anybody else. So right. you need to get one. You know <laughs> and then you go, you know, watch, wait a month. And then a month later, you're like, I can't believe I wanted a dog. Jesus. <laughs> like, what was it going through? Disney, you bastards.
0: Just to say, like, you know, it's going to wake you up in the middle of the night because it has a, a nightmare or something or it starts crying its eyes out, like kind of thing. And you got to deal with it, you know, and you're going, you know, you don't want to upset the neighbors or whatever because it's like three o'clock in the morning. And it's like howling like to its like highest lungs and like your neighbors like shut them up, you know. And you, you gotta do right. your best, you know, to comfort this dog, you know, type of thing. And, and, you know, cause it wants attention or, you know, whatever. So you, 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 you gotta deal with it and you go and, and then there, then there are suddenly sudden like you, I made a big mistake because I want to sleep, you know, preferably than, than owning an animal, you know, or, or taking care of an right. animal, you know, and you, and it's just like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe there should be the classes or something like that or, or the, the, the downfalls of, uh. Um, you know, of of partnership, you know, because nobody, nobody, nobody sees that side of it until it's too late, and you're going, oh, I made a big mistake, <laughs> like,
2: right. <yeah. laughs>
1: so let's see, um, Ed, yeah, apparently, JJ uh, Abrams and Guy Bolton are rebooting Constantine for HBO Max. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> too soon. I'm going to say that too soon.
1: Well, well last year, um, word got out that J.J. Abrams was developing a Justice League Dark series for HBO Max. First, I'm a little annoyed because Guillermo del Toro is trying to get a movie off the ground for Justice League Dark, and I would definitely trust him before I would trust J.J. Not, not that I don't like J.J. Abrams' work. I just think that it's going to come like, to any kind of dark, mystic, gritty – Justice League, I would have liked to have had Guillermo del Toro do it because he did such a good job with Hellboy and and Pan's Labyrinth and all his his movies. uh, Whatever. (laughs) Moving on. Um, (laughs) They don't know... Nobody knows how much uh, the heroes will be featured on the show, but a number of fans are hoping to see John Constantine, who's been a card-carrying member of the Supernatural team since DC launched its namesake comic back in 2011. However, it looks like Abrams has uh, other plans for the Occult Detective... Deadline is reporting that a Constantine reboot is in the works at HBO Max. So, which means that, um, to write the show, Abrams enlisted British novelist Guy Bolton, and according to the report, Bolton has already written Constantine's pilot episode and will open the, the series Writer's Room in March. Um, obviously the new series will mark the third Constantine line of action. Keanu Reeves is played the character in the past and, um, Ryan, Matt Aaron, Ryan. Matt Ryan. Um, he's obviously in Legends of Tomorrow mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would they would recast. Again, not seeing why they need to do that. You got a guy who seems to be very well liked. Very, I, I'm going to say it this way, his voice and his look. Is now going to define John Constantine's character? I think from this point on, as much as I like the Keanu Reeves movie, I do, and I do, I think it's great. I just think that that Matt Ryan had more time with the character, and I think really made it his own, or made it very more like the comic book than than Keanu's character did. I, I'm just like, but he's still able to do the job. Why? Why would you? Why would you take that job away from him? Why Hollywood? It's it's stupid suits. It's 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 the it's the Warner Brothers suits. That's what it is. Because you're gonna go. You know why? Well, here's why, Sean. Because we would have to pay him more. <laughs> We'd rather I... have somebody come in that doesn't know anything about anything, and then we're just gonna, you know, pay him less. <laughs>
0: Well, I was I say, like, well, I'm, 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 I'm going to start with the top here. Like, I'm, I'm more concerned that JJ Abrams is involved. I mean, granted, like, some of his stuff is good. I'm not saying he is a totally uh, horrible director or writer or you know producer or whatever. Um, but you know, I, I mean, you know, not saying. Now I'm going to say it. Start with that. that, that that's that. Sequel trilogy was terrible for Star Wars and I you know, played James Jabes. I mean everybody's playing Ray Johnson, but like let's fake it so JJ should have stuck with all three movies and had a plot line for like three stories instead of trying to here's one, you know, and I'm gonna go away and do something else and then somebody else is going to take over and, and continue on with this. Um so that that's that's one, one thing. Um but like yeah, like you said, like Matt Ryan, I think did a great job, but he's been the voice. It's it's kinda like it's kind of like now, like, having another Batman, um, especially when you have, like, um, shit, I can't think of his name. The guy who did the 92 Batman animated series. Um, Kevin, uh, Kevin Conroy. Thank you. When, when you see a new Batman animated movie and a new new guy's talking Batman, you know, being Batman, you're going, uh, you know, like... I'm still I'm, I've watched that so long and he's been in a few movies you going and video games you kind of get used to Conroy playing them so you going why can't they continue in vain he's he's it's a it's a voice actor like <laughs> you know it's it's a you can you know you keep, keep doing this for like till he dies pretty much right so you go all right whatever and even then he's probably said enough words
1: you can actually Stitch it all together. But right.
0: you even you don't even need him anymore. You could just digitally uh, like audio his voice and put that in, and, and put it put in words or whatever, and probably even create a voice uh, a synthesizer to. They do
1: have those deep fake audios? You can just have him say a bunch of different lines, and then they can have the computer program write the rest. Right. You know, Kevin Conroy can live on after he's gone as Batman. Right.
0: Exactly. You know you 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 could you could do that, and then it's the and it's like okay, like like. You know, I get that. And, and But, like, Matt Ryan, like, he's, like, the, been the voice even in the animated stuff. So, like, you go, yeah, now not only is he live action, but he's doing the animated stuff. And now you're going to replace him with somebody else. And you're going, uh, that's not a good idea. Like, you know, I mean, like, if it was a decade from now, like, Keanu Reeves did it, what, in 2005, I think, at this point, when he played Constantine?
1: Right, you know, there's enough time between Keanu Reeves' movie, Keanu Reeves' Constantine, and Matt Ryan's Constantine, that it, you go, okay, right? But now you're going to try to give a th- another actor to be Constantine at the same time, Ryan's Constantine still in existence. Now, granted, we are living in a world of multiverses, and and, and you know, I there's possible you have two flashes existing at the same time: Ezra Miller's Flash and Grant Gustin's Flash. So you know it, it, it is it is what it is um but I I agree it just seems like you're going to you know uh, just, I I agree with you Ed and
0: I am say there's a and 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 it's like say saying like you like you said he 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 did a great job and he does he does a great job in 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 that role and you're going I think he could do he could do film or he could do you know whatever you know like he could do he could be that character and and years ago before the pandemic like I thought he was going to be the guy like he was going to be like like the fans liked him and you know like like there was a, like a lot of huge great responses for him so they you know they they. um,
1: they, they resurrected the character because I mean, he was on a very short-lived abc show and i could have told you right from the get-go that there was no way that show was going to last on regular television mm-hmm. that should have gone right to hulu or right to netflix somewhere else other than a b fucking c like I, I, it's
2: was it abc
0: or nbc back- right you're going to have
1: demon demonic possessions with your lead character being a heavy smoker Foul mouth at the way. And let's put him on the Disney Family Channel. As you might as well just say he was on, you know, put him on fucking, what was it, that their, uh, their what's their family line that had, uh, you know, Cloak and Dagger that also did nothing. Oh, uh, well, it was. Uh, freeform. Freeform. Freeform.
0: Yeah, but you know, I don't think it was, it was a, ABC that had him. I think it was NBC that had uh, Hellboy. Was about it NBC? It. Yes.
1: Uh, even worse. <laughs> yeah, any, any one of the big three, big four, I'll even throw Fox in there. ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox has no business getting into the Constantine. Maybe Fox, maybe only because of they've got some, you know, they they've got a good past with some sci-fi stuff. Not a great past, but a good past. Huh. <laughs> you know, Firefly being the bad, but The Fringe being pretty good, X-Files being pretty good. Yeah. So you, you they could get away with it. I don't know any like creepy supernatural stories that any one of the other. Big Three head. you know, CW maybe could have handled it, but maybe. They would probably have to be all teenagers and there'd be a love triangle or two in there.
0: Some kind of angst. You know,
1: right. Some some pretty boy is, you know, he's, he's, he's got to be the bad boy because he's the smoker. You know?
2: Right.
1: <laughs> Just, yeah, but there's no way it was going to last on NBC, so... Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. And then it's like, okay, well, well, you know what we'll do? We'll put him in cartoons. We need the constant team for the cartoon. Get him. Right. Because he's he was really good. And then, recall, then DC was like, CW was like, well, you know what? Since you guys aren't doing anything with him, can we have him? They're like, yeah, sure. What, what are you going to do with him? You watch. And they throw him in Legends of Tomorrow. And then he's, you know, they kind of, they do take away his smoking. Which, again, I don't think it, while it defines the character, I don't think it's needed anymore. You know, I do think that they make fun of him smoking, which makes him not want to be a smoker. So,
2: right.
1: it was like, uh, alright, you know. Or, it's the classic, like, when he lights up, someone pick, takes it out of his mouth and throws it away. Right. You know, like, and he, he eye rolls. It's it's just, it's a running gag. And you go, okay, he's still smoking, just people won't let him. You know, like, you just kind of see, like, he's he, when he's you just know that when he's by himself, he's lighting up, because <laughs> everyone else around him is an asshole. Right. Um, so I mean, I, I guess it's always one of those wait and see type things.
0: I um, see. I mean, like, but... I mean, they might have they might have a a hook on there that will make it you know really good you know and 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 and, and wonderful to watch. But you know, again, it's going to be on HBO Max, so you're going to go. How many people are going to really watch it? Yeah. right yeah so but anyway i digress Um,
1: well since we are since we did talk about dc and the flash uh the other day they announced um supergirl a new supergirl since we're talking about like hey we just we're getting rid of one supergirl let's throw a new supergirl in there right um apparently in ezra miller's solo flash movie they're gonna have supergirl in it um and the actress playing Supergirl is going to be is uh, Sasha Cali, Cali, uh, a Latino, Vera, Latinx girl. Um, of course, they show her what she looks like. She's I think where is she from? She's from uh, I forget what show she's actually on TV now, and I. I think it's like the brave and the bull she's on a soap opera at the moment yeah right. and restless
0: yeah I was gonna say um, I was gonna say I, was, I know it was a soap opera Some guy. I just can't remember which one because I, I remember seeing this article actually I only read it briefly and uh... and of
1: course you know she's a she's a brunette so right away all the fanboys are like can you can't get a blind to do it? like like fucking that da- hair dye and wigs don't exist anymore <laughs> like really hair color is going to be where you that that's the hill you're dying on you know I I'm, I'm more curious about the fact is that if she now hired is Supergirl now in the Flash movie is because they got rid of the they got rid of the cyborg character because Ray Fisher is no longer working for that the what do you call it the those DC movies anymore he got booted off of the Flash movies because of the controversies that's surrounding him and the mm-hmm. Joss Whedon stuff um, so I'm, I'm my guess is like well we need to Somebody needs to save those lines that Cyborg was going to say, let's take this moment of opportunity to bring in Supergirl and not Melissa Benoist's Supergirl, a completely different Supergirl, which again, sure. Why not? I, I don't care. I mean, sh- I don't know anything about her. I don't know. And maybe that's a good thing. There's no expectations from right. her for me. Um, I do know that a lot of the uber nerds are bitching about the fact that she's not blonde hair, blue eye, but I mean, it's a fucking movie. There's hair and makeup for that. If they even want to do that, because, you know, I, I, I'm i not opposed to a brunette Supergirl. I mean, I, I think that they'll probably still make her blind because if there's ever an inev- inevitability of Wonder Woman and Supergirl being on the screen together, you don't want to
0: yeah which one's which you know like well
1: you don't want two brunettes now granted you can the different one's got the big s on her chest and the other one doesn't but it's i think visually i think someone's going to want to make her hair lighter at least to to some degree well that's that's the thing
0: like i i always feel like like uh, like i spoke earlier about when we were talking about wandavision how they had the wiccan and speedy and they had their their color schemes as their their outfits and i used to do that in smallville when uh, uh, Clark Kent was uh, uh, always saying you always saw him in the red and blue outfits, you know, like, 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 you know, blue t-shirts or, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, red jackets kind of, you know, like styles. Like you you had that color scheme that he always wore, you know, like through, through the, through the series most of the time. So you, you got the idea, you know, like that nod, you know, like type of thing. And I think like, there's certain things on super superheroes. It's, it's iconic. Like her having blonde hair is a standout. Cause like, you know, uh, Superman Clark Kent has black hair, you know, and it's, you know, right. so it stands out. You can't have like a blonde Superman. Cause it's just, that's not Superman. You know, there's that, 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 that curl in the front of her, his head, you know, like there's certain things that make that iconic. The red and blue suit makes it iconic. You know, like, like, that's right. the the idea of it. Now, like like you're saying, that through the years they've changed the costume where he doesn't have the underwear anymore. He's not wearing the red underwear. Right. It's like
1: the question is, are you gonna have this version of Supergirl in the skirt or the pants?
0: And it's to say like that that doesn't bother me. It's well it's, it's like the blue and red, you know, style. So you you know you like that's what makes it iconic. You know, like the red cape, the blue suit. If she's wearing pants. Right. Let her wear her pants. That's fine with me, you know. But blonde hair, I think, is, like, the iconic look for her. Like, you know, like, like that's that's something that you would notice. Like, that's something that I think that would stand out, you know, type of thing. Right. If you, if you want to make it more of a Superman suit than a short skirt and a half, you know, top and uh, <laughs> her flying around half naked. Yeah, by all means, put her, put her in a regular suit. That's, that's, you know, that's fine with me. But they think the blonde hair is, is one of the things to me that would make it, uh, you know, I mean, would I, would I lose my mind if it wasn't like going like, Oh yeah. Like, like I can't believe they did that. Like, I, I like, I won't watch this stuff again. It's like, no, they got, they got my mind either way. You know, like I'm still going to see it and it's, it's probably not going to bother me, but it's just like, he, she, she, if she's not going to dye her hair, then she's got to be really good at the role that you go, what what blonde? Like what brunette hair? Like you know, like who cares? Like type of thing. Like you know, if like if she's terrible, you're like, yeah, she was terrible, and then she wasn't even a blonde. You know, like it's just just right. something to add to it. You know, that's that's what that's what these these guys don't understand. <laughs> so it's like if it, it, <laughs> it's like
1: she was horrible. Yeah, she wasn't even blonde.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like they they throw that in there. I mean, that's it's like that's what that's what the nerds do because it's like it's like. They, they get upset over that, you know, and, and, and it's just like...
1: I knew she was going to stink when she didn't have my hair.
0: See? <laughs> you understand.
1: Right. Because so. her hair color is going to matter whether or not the words that are coming out of her mouth matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are so stupid. <laughs>
0: Uh, yes we are hey but speaking of stupid yes
1: um it's <laughs> not really stupid but um okay well this is no actually speaking of stupid i this is uh, this is a lesson of why you don't just read headlines okay okay this is a headline now we talked about last week you're not a kate mckenna fan no. okay she can we can this goes ties into you know the she was actually really she was really good in <laughs> Bobshell
0: yeah I told you
1: probably because she wasn't funny right
0: <laughs> so, no, I mean she's funny before
1: <laughs> she she was trying I mean her character was wasn't like oh hysterically funny she was playing a real human being I guess right um but here's the headline ready? Kate McKenna drops out of Hulu's Elizabeth Holmes series. Okay. Okay. Now, right away, just a headline alone, the first the headline was just um, uh, the headline alone makes you go, oh, they're making a... Is this going to be like a female Sherlock Holmes thing? Like, what are they doing? Now, they have, you know, the, the Holmes, the girl who plays Seven, uh, Millie Bobby Brown, she plays Enola Holmes in the in the netflix movie Mm -hmm. i'm like well who's who's what's this one about um but apparently it's like oh is this gonna be murder mystery hijinks yeah no ed it's the snl star will no longer play the 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 disgraced leader of the biotech startup in the miniseries i'm like that does not sound like it's gonna have a lot of chuckles (laughs) i just i don't think there's gonna be a mystery in this one at all i don't I don't think the game will be afoot at all in this in this series. <laughs> I was like, "Sean, you've made a made a slight error in judgment in just reading a headline and going, 'Oh, I should.' That looks they were going to do that. What's that show about? And uh, when I read it, I was like, 'Oh, that's not that headline's misleading because maybe I thought it was going to be like a Sherlock Holmes
0: <laughs> show." Right. <laughs> it's like yeah, other people can have that. Apparently, have that last name besides the famous detective. I, yes, the center of the century. At the you,
1: <laughs> well, I mean, seriously, if you hear the name Holmes, there's no other Holmes that you could think of, except maybe for Larry Holmes, the boxer.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that really that that that, 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 that has <laughs> you have to stretch on that one actually because as soon as you hear right, the word Holmes, that, you think Sherlock right away. You know, like oh, we're gonna have a murder mystery, right. all right? Yeah. Uh, you hear Holmes, you think
1: Sherlock. Yes. End the story. Yes. Um, but apparently, um, I love how right away the the article starts off with saying movie star Kate McKenna. <laughs> 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 oh, this person's got jokes <laughs> she, She's in a couple movies That doesn't make her a movie star Everyone knows her from SNL Because it even starts off like uh, The SNL star will no longer play Make up your mind Is she, as an, is she an SNL star or is she a movie star Because that's the two different medias um, According to a Hollywood reporter McKenna has pulled out of the show uh, the, It's called The Dropout by the way She was set to star and produce the miniseries, which is based on the ABC News which is based on the ABC News podcast. Uh, (laughs) Okay, well let's see. Um, She's led the project. THR has said and understands that Hulu still plans to make the series and is in search. The search is currently underway for replacement. Uh, Should things go to schedule, filming may begin in the summer. Uh, she is still, while she's still a cast member on SNL, she's also lined up to for a lead role in the Joe Exotic TV show for NBC Universal. This just gets worse. <laughs> 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 and, of course, she's also known for her roles in Ghostbusters and Bombshell, while she also voices the lead role in the new Magic School Bus TV series.
0: Oh, she's playing... Uh, oh. Uh, uh.
1: She plays the, the, the driver.
0: Yeah. I just can't think um, of her name.
1: For, Apparently, the movie is Holmes is the disgraced leader of the biotech company Theranos, which made a blood testing machine that left much to be desired. I guess the person didn't want to really do actually any real research to tell you what that was, but <laughs> okay. I mean, either way, Kate McKenna ain't going to be in it, so you can now watch
0: it, i us <laughs> see if it's a serious show I'm like now I'm kind of disappointed she's not gonna be in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like uh, i th- I want to see her do her serious chops here because like yeah <laughs> I said she did it think she did a great job on uh, well, <laughs> that she's like any
1: any stand any kind of you know comedian of any sort sooner or later you know she, her, her serious roles will start pouring in that's when her acting chops come out like Robin Williams, funny guy, but when he was serious, he when you knew when you knew he had a beard, he was going to be a serious actor. <laughs> and all the movies I've ever seen him be a serious actor, and except for one, and it's the one no one saw with "What Dreams May Come." Of, um, but all the other movies I've seen him be in a serious role. He's always had a beard, always. Maybe I got to check insomnia now. Now I'm starting. To, now I'm starting to question my own words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there should be a list beard or non-beard <laughs> Williams movie series or comedy
1: I'm going to go to his IMDB and go beard no beard beard no beard 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 beard, 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 no, beard no beard no beard comedy not comedy
0: because <laughs> I'm trying to think now like I know I know like the world of uh, the world of, according to Garp I don't think he had a beard because I remember he had he was clean shaving but I don't know if, later in the movie if he a had comedy. a beard what
1: that's a comedy
0: the- wow Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, stretch it. If you're
1: looking under list of like what's a comedy movie, the world according to Garp is considered a comedy.
0: Okay, (laughs) the dark comedy. You're right. You know, you're you're absolutely right that way. But it's just like, yeah, I I, I'm finding hard to find the laughs laughs in that one. I'll be honest.
1: I mean, some people would think you know, getting your dick bit off in a a, you know in a horrible blowjob incident, it might be funny to some people. Poor John Lithgow, <laughs> but he was cheating on his wife, so I guess it makes it okay.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. So yeah. So now you have the permission to watch that one. Um. Good. All right. Something so now... <laughs> and speaking of properties, and apparently Marvel got Punisher and Jessica Jones. They got the rights back from Netflix
2: this uh-huh. week. Good.
1: So. We'll see what happens to those characters. I could see Jessica Jones popping up in the She-Hulk TV show. Um, only because all lawyers need a, a, some private eye, so why not have Jessica Jones be that, that private eye? So I can, I can kind of see that. You know, you kind of need her sass in it. Um, I think they're going to sit on Punisher for a little while because of the whole capital and uh, police brutality. Punisher symbol is not really a popular symbol at the moment. So I think they're gonna, you know, put that one to be like, you know what, we'll just put that aside for right now. And right. then worry about it. That, you know, maybe in the you know, a decade we'll hire somebody else. <laughs> or two years. That's the way how Disney that's how Disney works. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's long enough. Let's do it, you know. Yeah. Uh
1: let's see. Uh also in the in casting news, Ed. And this has to do with the uh, Fantastic Four and WandaVision and all that. Uh, And the John Krasinski is being – a lot of people want John Krasinski to be Reed Richards because also people would like Emily Blunt, his real-life wife, to play Sue Richards. Okay. You know, know, so – and she's a very fine actress as well. She's funny. She's got acting chops. I mean, she's been Mary Poppins, so she's already used to working for Disney. Uh, She's worked with Tom Cruise in, you know, live, die, live, die, repeat, whatever. Um, So she's been around. She's been around quite some time. And, you know, um, I think that I think a lot of people would like that combination. But there is a rumor going around, Ed. And this is, again, a rumor. It's already confirmed as a rumor. And I'm saying that multiple times because of what I'm about to say. Okay.
0: Ready? No. Uh, yeah, go ahead.
1: Jennifer Lawrence rumored to join Marvel's Fantastic Four reboot.
0: <laughs> I I just I just saw the title the other day and I was like I'm like I didn't even read the article I was just like oh no no so please go on. <laughs>
1: let's see well during uh back in the day uh back on disney's investor day back in december it was confirmed that um the fantastic four is going to return to the big screen with spider-man 3's director john watts at the helm but beyond that anything else is speculation um and now there's another rumor floating around that x-men star jennifer lawrence will be be part of the very eagerly awaited film uh a report from the Daily Telegraph. Just to let you know, this is that's the name of the place, and it's via Murphy's Multiverse. So, Grant, two reputable sources. Ed. I mean, you know, Murphy's Marvel's, You know, Murphy's Multiverse has you know already gotten two plugs from me. So, you know, they're reliable. Emphasis on bull. I'm assuming.
0: Uh, they-
1: that the Marvel will shoot the Fantastic Four film and that Lawrence will be heading there for it, though the rumor didn't did note exactly who she would play. Um, as rumors go, this one's a little odd. First, it's a bit earlier for production on a movie that hasn't even been placed on the schedule, or is any official casting news to, in, to begin production. Uh, but even if you look at the past that, Watts is still at work on the third Spider-Man film. Uh, shooting on that film isn't expected to end until sometime in March, but shooting also isn't the end of the filmmaking process. The report indicates that Lawrence is headed down under to begin filming around that time so the timing doesn't quite line up. Uh, there's also consideration of the source. The Delhi Telegraph which first reported things is is an Australian tabloid newspaper and thus far doesn't appear to have any corroboration of the rumor from other sources. <laughs> it's also worth considering that Lawrence is at work on Netflix's don't look up with Leonardo DiCaprio in Boston. The principal of photography of that production wrapped in February. Uh, it's also it's also worth considering that Lawrence's X Men experience. Uh, Lawrence played Mystique, obviously, in four X Men movies. Um, it seems unlikely that she'll be moving on to the Fantastic Four role. And while a cameo connecting the X Men to a larger MCU wouldn't be out of the question. We've already kind of already got a piece of that with Evan Peters' appearance in the Pietro, as Pietro in WandaVision. Uh, there's your rumor, Ed. Rumor of the week.
0: I hope hey. it's not true. I, I really do because this is this yeah. is the worst like thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. Jennifer Lawrence is a good actress. I just, I just, I.
1: According to, according to my wife, she's a home wrecker. <laughs> 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 home record whore. To quote her.
0: Why is you working more? Because,
1: because Stacy seems to think that after the movie Passengers with Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt broke up with his wife. Okay, uh, Anna Faris. Stacy seems to want to wants to assume that it's because Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt were fooling around, fool fooling around that she's a home-wrecking whore. I, I, I disagree, but, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter what I think, apparently.
0: <laughs> you, you have no opinion.
1: I know. So, uh, I, if anything, I would say that if she were going to play somebody, obviously it would be Sue Richards, but I don't. I don't see that happening. I do think... I, I believe you're correct. That I think that's a bullshit rumor. I think someone's just trying to stir up shit. Try to speak it into existence. Yeah. Like the way people are trying to say John Krasinski's... They want him to be Reed Richards. You
0: know? Well, not only like Reed Richards, but he wants to be... Ray, they want him to be Reed Richards in this uh, series for, for uh, Disney right now. It's just like...
2: Right. And, and if, you, if you just
1: because the Fantastic Four movies just be like coming out in like 2022 or 20... It's not even up even yet of when it's going to come out that they're rebooting it at some point that it's John Krasinski might not be the best actor. I mean, he just might be the perfect age for that because he'll be older, a little wiser. You know, you can have the, the graying temples just like, you know, Doctor Strange. But I just... I don't know. I mean, I just don't see... I don't know. I mean, I... I don't know who else they would cast as Reed Richards, and quite honestly, there's not even anybody. No one's even. The only name I keep hearing in that role would be John Krasinski, and I, and that's because I think everyone just wants it, just to want it. You know, I well, think because that's the it's, it's, it's ties to. He tried out for Captain America. Right. Almost had the job. You know. I think he would have been a good, nothing against um, Zachary Levi, but I think he would have been a real good Shazam too. Um, I have yet to see the John, I have yet to see the um, Jack Ryan TV show. I want to see it, but he'll always, when I see him, I see comedy. So I'm not sure how well I can handle, he's serious in Jack Jack Ryan and I don't know how to take it because he doesn't have a beard. (laughs) Apparently, in order to be, if you go from, as we've already established, you need a beard, and he's clean shaven in it. So, um, he, if he had a, I would, I would accept a five o'clock shadow, but every scene I've seen him in is is clean shaven. Clean, so I'm expecting at some point after something blows up behind him, him to look at the camera and give like a smirk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And like like original Jim like in the office where his hair actually the sides of his hair were like they curled it up like in a weird way uh, you have to look at like the first couple of seasons of him he's got these this weird hairdo with this hair on either side of his the sides of his head just like pointing out from the sides of his head and then up and you know in a in a in a in a in a in a, uh, in a, in a dip kind of way and it looks bizarre you know kind of thing and I'm like I'm glad they got rid of that because it's just especially when (laughs) you see old episodes you have to like watch the new ones (laughs) you're like that just looks terrible
1: at some point in the Jack Ryan show you know he'll say something and we call it Steve Carell leaning and go that's what she said (laughs) 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 Just that's I just that's why I can't watch it, because in my head, I, I'm like, my head, it, that, that show's hysterical. <laughs> I like, started so watching Jack Ryan, not a single yuck-yuck in it at all. It was all serious, a lot of explosions, a lot of spy stuff.
0: Didn't laugh once.
1: Not a single chuckle. <laughs> you know, not not once. They tried it, you know, they tried to laugh, but, you know, holding the world hostage just doesn't seem to be a laughing matter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh boy uh, well,
1: speaking of laughing matter um, apparently <laughs> you're going to like this one and this is from TV Line by the way inevitable quantum leap reboot seems like a good idea according to, Stop, according to Scott Bakula because Sam is still out there <laughs> uh, with news that NBCs, this kind of made me kind of a downer NBC's NCIS New Orleans is ending after its current season. Many wonder where TV Scott vet TV vet Scott Bakula will turn up next. Or is the question where will he leap to? Ah? <laughs> there's already there's a wafer thin rumor going around that Bakula may reprise his role as Star Trek Enterprise's captain Jonathan Archer in one CBS or access Paramount plus series or another um, but there's always hope of that quantum leap a body swapping timey wimey NBC series that many many believe ended too soon and certainly not with the best cliffhanger is worthy of a reboot or revival for those people who don't know airing from March 89 to May 93 quantum leap starts Scott Bakula Scott Bakula as Dr. Sam Beckett a physicist who in testing out a time travel theory leapt, quote-unquote, into the body of an Air Force pilot 50 years in the past. In trying to return home, Sam realized he could only randomly leap into other people in other times. A hologram friend of his, Admiral Al uh, Cavalicci, played by Dean Stockwell, offered guidance. Uh, In the series finale, Sam leapt into April 1st, 1969, to tell Al's first wife, Beth, that Al is still alive and will come home. Before the final credits roll, we learn that Al and Beth, in the tweaked timeline, never divorced, while Sam himself, alas, never returned home. As part of a larger interview uh, conducted earlier this TV season, TV line asked Bakula his thoughts on Quantum Leap one day being revived in some form. This is what he had to say. Ready? This is going to be a quote. Okay, I'm ready. Oh my goodness what would be the most important that shows very special to me obviously so i would wish whoever did it luck i meant the idea of walking into another man's shoes um or woman's shoes is so relevant and it's so important right now we've become so divided in our world that the ability to cross that line of politics and just deal with the humanity and the individual person who's sharing a moment on that planet with you is really relevant uh, there's also the quaintness about the show because it has it had this period feel because sam traveled anywhere within his own title his own lifetime that made it feel a little old-fashioned but i would hope that they get the truth of it and the sentiments of it right and not try to make it slick uh sam was this naive kid who just happened to be a brilliant scientist who stumbled onto something and all of a sudden was thrown into all these different lives and worlds and peoples and situations that never, that he never could have imagined growing up in. I would just hope that they would try to keep that, but, you know, I don't know what they'll do. <laughs> 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 uh, then they wanted to ask like, would you want them to reboot the scratch, the series from scratch, like from square one? Or would you like them to take, to extend the mythology? Like maybe uh, a kid of Sam's pursuit of the same tech, and goes to find him or something. He's like, Yeah, those ideas have been pitched a lot. I uh, like, did he even have a kid? I'm trying to remember. He's like, No, but I had two trips home to see my wife, so there could have been something that occurred then. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that he remembers that. You know?
0: Um I'm sure I'm sure there's like certain actors that remember series very well, like you know, like you know, And then did, some that like, Yeah, I was plays. I did this role one time and you know it was the blah 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 and that was it, you know. So,
1: I mean, yeah. So, I mean, it it did help define him as an actor.
0: So, what would what would you like to see? Would you like to see a reboot of it, or would you like to see a continuization of of the show?
1: Um, I I think you can have both. (laughs) I think you can reboot the show while still giving Sam a a, an ending. Like, you need you you could have Sam's character. Leap home, mm. give him a happy ending, right? But um, well, by the same time, it takes it's because somebody else got pulled him back, right? And then you get Scott Bakula to kind of like how they did with um, Christopher Lambert to, to to bounce off the new Highlander show. Mm. You had him come in for an episode, and then you you saw the passing of the baton, and then it went to you know like the new like, the, the new the new guy. So what you could do is you couldn't have, like, maybe not Sam Beckett Jr., you know, just a completely different character who knows about Sam and is bouncing around because you, you assume, I mean, clearly you, you assume at some point, like, I don't know what time, I don't know what timeline the show to place in, um, like, what year Sam jumped, leaped back, like, you know, where, what year he was from. It was like
0: the 60s um, through the 70s or something like that. I think that was the 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 time frame. I'm trying to remember what it was. Right, was- he's supposed
1: to be from the future, and he goes back. You know, in 50 years from his timeline. So, if he goes back to let's he he jumps even fine. Let's say 1969 was that episode. If he jumps 50 years in the future, that's uh, quick math. It's like 2021, maybe. That would be that would be huh. really convenient, yeah. Because you know what, it, it's be twenty twenty. Actually, I'm sitting there going fifty years in the future from 1969. What's that, idiot? I was born in 1970. Just <laughs> add fucking fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> like, who? That math not be my strong point. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it would have been twenty twenty. Would have been uh, or 20, uh, nineteen 20, uh, 2019 would have been 50 years, at least. So, but you don't also don't. I mean, I, I, I'm assuming you, you could also age him. He since he never got home, he uh, potentially aged. Obviously, he would have to if you're going to get him to be an actor in it. Um, but I still think you could rescue Sam, have him have his happy ending, live the rest of his life with his wife. And you go, oh my God! Finally, Sam left home. But in the same instance, while he while he is comes home and gets the happy ending, something happens to another. Like uh, something happens to another doctor or another scientist, mm-hmm. and it gets crossed over because that happened in the show once, where where um, Al and him crossed, and Al left into a body for like one or two episodes. Um, you could have that mix up again. And then you could still have Scott Bakula in a way being the owl part. You know, because I, I don't know if Dean Stockwell's still alive. I don't know. I, I guess I should find that out. But you could have Sam be this new kid's owl. Still you know, alive.
0: Dean like, uh, Stockwell like still alive. He is okay. 84 years old,
1: though. Okay. I mean, take that for what it's worth. But you could have, like I said, it'd be interesting to have Sam be the the Al part while he's helping this another kid navigate through that timeline, those timelines, Mm -hmm. Um, and it could still be in a a time frame of you know, let's say seventies, eighties, and maybe some nineties history, you know, or or maybe even go back to the sixties and seventies, and maybe not necessarily the same people because Sam did leap into some. Pretty important people, um, but I mean, you could just do small stories. It doesn't have to be historical. It doesn't have to be historical moments. It could just be leaping into somebody's life to, and it helps them find the right path in the, in life. But uh, I, so, I guess to answer your question, Ed, I I, I could think. Of the, I think they can pull off both. What about you? What do you think?
0: Well, I think it'd be, I think it'd be nice to have a continuization of it, you know, like even like, you know, just to, you know, maybe re- refresh some of the characters, like, you know, like, like you would have to get a new Al maybe because maybe Dean Stockwell is retired from, from, from acting and maybe get him for just like a cameo kind of appearance. And right. he, you know, he's, he, you know, type of thing. And, and, you know, and, and it's kind of like, you know, uh, 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 what do you call it? His character has been, you know, doing this for so long that he's getting older but it's you know you, you you know in times you know thing and you can almost like have run like a few seasons of it like, i mean you were in your way i think you could do it both ways like i said like i mean i'd still i could do a season with him you know the first season of him kind of bringing the thing right. back you know and 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 scott Bakula's is still doing it and they finally leaps home as the finale but like you know as 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 there was there's a another part of the theory that they're discussing or something like that. And then the other, the other person starts leaping through. And then, like you said, Scott Bakula takes over and becomes the, the new, you know, the new Al. And he's right, you know, he's right,
1: but not before Sam sees Al one last time to say, Al, I'm home. Like, right.
0: Let's I, say like, like, let I say, like, like through the season, like Scott's still, you know, you know, leaping. And then all of a sudden, like they figure out how to get him home. He's home. He's home and like you know like uh, al al kind of retires cuz he's he's up there in age now cuz all his times went by cuz you know it's right. cuz like, like 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 it's like like we just didn't see the 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 pre, like like the timeline since 90 something to 2020 20, you know 1 or 22 whatever when they started you know doing this you know you, you missed that like time frame like it's like Third, almost twenty-five years have gone by, and you're going, you know, they're older. But he's been doing this now, like, and you go, like, you always get to the point where he's kind of like the, the kind of like, all right, what now, like, <laughs> like, like, you know it's, it's not even like the, like, you know, like, who am I leaping into this time? Wait a minute, I was this this year and in this person and blah blah blah, like, like almost like a, like a recasting of some stories or something, like, like, did we do this one already? <laughs>
1: like, like, here you go, I got it. I'm going to paint uh, copyright Geeksters just in case someone's listening. All right. <laughs> First season, it is still Sam leaping from body to body. The scientist that's doing it is Al's kid. All right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So then it's Al's kid. You know, like when my, you know, my father was real close to him, but he can't, he's not in the business anymore because he retired for whatever reason. But he thinks he's figured out how to how to rescue Sam because his dad's always talked about his best friend Sam and how he's been lost in time. Gets Sam, gets Sam back, right? Sam gets it, but then something happens to Alice Kid, and Alice Kid is the one who gets left through time now, who gets stuck in time, and Sam now has to try to rescue Alice Kid by being by helping him navigate through time. And okay. then you get that moment where Dean goes, you know, Sam goes back to Al and says, I'm home, I'm back. Doesn't tell anything about his kid because he doesn't know at that point. It's just his happy reunion. And then over, like, whatever communication they have at that moment, like, Dr. Beckett, we need you to come back. Emerge, there's a bit an emergency at the lab. We need only person who knows how to handle is is you. And then he goes back and you find out that it's Al's kid who got stuck in time. And now, boom, you still have Sam. You now got the, the quantum leap part and then you have a new character doing the body leaving, but there's still a personal connection between Al because every once in a while if, if if you can still have Al be kind of a part-time actor like like a walk-on maybe you can kind of have it maybe but again when you're 85 it's, it's going to be kind of difficult It's even if he's still acting mm-hmm. but you still have that drama about it that's happening at home with Sam and then you have his kid or Al's kid leaping through space and time that gives Sam the opportunity to have to do right by his best friend
2: mm.
1: you know there you go <laughs> so there's like a, some serious real life element happening there when real life there's a serious element though but going to time there's chuckles because you know you can have some fun you know I'm a 21st century guy getting thrown back into the mid 80s holy crap What? Ha- why is my hair look like this What's this type what? Huh? (laughs) What's that music?
0: (laughs) I think if this shirt is in an oldie station, it's
2: like ooh. (laughs) Okay. Um
1: Alright, Ed. I have some more stuff about Gina Carana and her situation with Disney. Would you like to hear about
0: it? Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I never get tired of this story story yet. (laughs) Huh? I haven't gotten tired of this story yet.
1: <laughs> well, she claims that she was bullied by Disney and says she's been headhunted. Um. Okay, just let's see. Let's see. Apparently, um, Gina Carano was fired. If anybody doesn't know, Cara Dune's actress Gina Carano was fired from the show after posting a quote abhorrent message on social media. Uh, she's also given some details about her departure from Disney and Lucasfilm, but in a new interview, she's set to discuss the situation in depth. Uh, and during the talk, she claimed that Disney both bullied and headhunted her. Uh, she was set, she's set to give an interview to The Daily Wire's Ben Shapiro, in which she'll talk about the firing from Disney and Lucasfilm. In a preview, obtained exclusively by deadline, by the way, uh, Carano alleges that she was bullied. Um, and she claims she isn't the only one. And this is a quote. I have been through so much, and I've seen so much now, clearly, of the bullying that's been taking place. And I saw it before. I'm not the only one that's ever been bullied by this company, and I know that so deeply. Uh, she was let go by Disney after she posted a message on Instagram that compared to, appeared to compare the current political climate to the Holocaust, which led to a massive backlash on the line. This wasn't the first controversy brought about the actress polarizing social media presence. And talk about her 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 thing. Um, she says especially clear during a situation that involved a Lucasfilm artist. Uh, she's like, you know how boxers headhunt sometimes and forget to go for the body. I feel like Disney or Lucasfilm or whoever it is, just certain people at the company feel like I feel like I'm being headhunted. That you can and you can feel it just a couple of weeks ago lucasfilm asked an artist that they employ to erase my character and put a different character in place and he proudly announced this on his twitter and erases my character and puts another character in its place all the fans of Cara doom were just outraged they were like why didn't you add the character why did you take it off the character is there something wrong is it you didn't get fired um the interview won't be the last obviously that she's collaborated with the deli wire on she's also currently set to develop produce and start an upcoming movie from the conservative outlet um the full interview will be with um will be released on sunday february 21st which is today by the way oh yeah so which means i might have more on the, the subject i i don't know how i feel about it but you know i figure she deserves her time in the sun because i do believe she's kind of kind of getting thrown under the bus a little bit you know and I'm yeah, I know it sounds like you know like I'm taking her I'm taking her side I'm not necessarily taking her side I think I'm taking the side of I believe she's got a right to say something and I, as much as I write the right to reap those consequences you know if her boss doesn't want her doing that and she wants her job she shouldn't be doing it she knew the risks so she took those chances and and she got what it's you know she got what some people would say is justifiably fired but at the same token if someone else in that same staff is doing something it seems to be like well as long as i agree with what that person's saying i don't have a problem with it but if my opinion is different than that person's opinion then we got beef it doesn't i think like if you're going to do one for one you should do one for the other right you know and that seems to be kind of like the case that's going on in this particular situation you know take that you know i mean again trying not to be like oh i'm not taking a side on either i'm not taking a stand i think i'm taking the stand on like if you're gonna do on one side you should be fair and do it to the other Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um i don't know I, what do you think ed
0: uh, well, I I uh, I think what I think you were trying to say this. I don't know if, I don't and you can disagree with me if you want is the fact is is that uh like you you don't agree with what she said but you agree with the fact that she has the right to say something like she has that freedom of speech uh, uh you know statement like there's things I disagree with a lot but just because somebody says it uh doesn't mean that you know I should I sh- like if you, if you don't like that person for personal reasons, like we've talked about this before, like Tom Cruise, like I do not like him as a personal person. I don't think we would get along as a person, you know, as, as like we would not socialize in the same circles for a lot of different reasons. And, but yet I'll watch the shit out of his movies. Cause <laughs> the man's entertaining, you know, like, and there's other actors and actresses like that, you know, like, and, and and uh, granted, like if I don't like somebody, you know, it's more because of their performance or what what they do versus you know like like their acting ability versus what their political views are or what their what they say on Twitter and Facebook because I don't really follow those uh, things to me, so it's it's not as important, um, you know. I mean, yeah, because it's, it, it's like. The only time, the only time it's important is if that's that whatever was said was put into power with something. If 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 you make it powerful, it, like because like I can spout like like we do, we spout things every week, and it's just like if unless you unless something's done, like like if if I say you know we're gonna invade Canada, you know, uh you know, and then somebody goes you know like like and I start. a, a militia basically and, and march north to Canada and start invading it. Then it's like, okay, an action should have been done because this guy already stated in, a podcast that this was going to happen. But it's just like, if I just say Canada, people are just too nice. And it's like, Oh, like that you got too far like that. Like they're not nice people at all. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, and, 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 and like people flip out and like, 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 you know, uh, Geekster should get rid of Ed for saying, you know, that, that, you know, canopy, can Canadians are nice. And you, and it's just like, uh, just because of an opinion that that means that I have to leave like something that, you know, like that I worked on and, 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 and help build, you know, I mean like granted now yeah. was that
1: no, no, no. I'm, I'm like, yeah, no, I agree. I, I just, I, it's, it's just a weird thing of like, well, we live in this world i'm always i'm mr like you know what sooner or later you you scream at the top of your lungs about how this injustice and all that and then sooner or later that 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 eye of Sauron hits something on you and then you're offended and then you're you're like oh my god i can't believe this would ever happen to me like it like i i, I feel like her i do agree she does have the right to say whatever she wants to say it's her right as a person um Whether I don't think that she deserves to get fired for that, for her opinion, I don't. I I just, you know, I think it's. I think it's. I think the people that are crying about it, I'm always. I'm. I'm very much in the camp of, let's look into your life just a little bit, and then let's see how perfect you are. Right. Or let's see if you say something or if you've done something that might be considered questionable to another person. And then how do you defend yourself when you are persecuting another for the same type of offense or some same same kind of persecution? It's like, I, I just feel like that becomes very, it's a circle, like the, it's the grass is greener on the other side. It's like, I'm going to point, when you point one finger, you have three fingers pointing back at you, they always say. Mm. So I'm always like, I can. I'm an adult. I can go. You know what? I, she's got the right to say that. I don't agree with it. I'm not going to let that judge. I might not like her as a person, but you know what? She, like you said, you can't stand Tom Cruise, but you watch the shit out of his movies because he's entertaining. Right. That's all I'm asking. You know, that's it's, people. You know, you can have your own personal opinion about how you don't think she's a good actress. All right, that's fine. But she was entertaining. Right. Her role was entertaining and. I never once was like, well, gee, I wonder what she thinks about the political climate. You know why? Because she doesn't run my life. Exactly. You know, I don't care what her opinion is as long as it doesn't hurt me in the end. Like, if she took to Twitter and was like, you know who I hate? That Sean Guy from Geeksters. Someone should beat the shit out of him. Then I would have a personal offense against her.
0: <laughs> but until then. <laughs> I- but, I mean, it's, I'm not, I'm not, and I say, like, on the other side of it, though, it's like, if you, if you want to voice your opinion against her, that's that's your opinion. Like you can do that all sure. you want because that's what that's what social media is for. It's it's the fact is is that she voices her opinion, you can counteract her opinion any way you want, you know, type of thing. And you can yell and scream all you want, but I don't think it's it's to the point where you're going Disney should fire her because of this, and Disney's going, well, I'm going to follow suit because I feel that you know it's going to hurt our brand. And and destroy our what we've built, you know, type of thing. That since the popularity of that child and, and the Mandalorian is is so great, to to right. have her to taint that in any way is is terrible. And you're going, you should just not get involved. Just go, you know what? Where the, the actress is the actress, what it is, you know, find a way to, to remove her by killing her character off. You know, making the going. Sure. You know what? Her storyline has gone as far as we can in this story. Blah blah blah. Make up whatever you know, kind of thing, and then just kill her off, and then quietly put it. But it's just like, yeah, we're not gonna have her next season. So it's like, all right, there was a huge cliffhanger where they were all standing in this hangar with uh, with, right. with with Ralph Gideon. You're going. Yeah, how are you going to fix that one? You know, like like, you know, like are are we going to have the 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 the, the sequel trilogy now where it's going to be terrible because, you know, it's like, you know, there was right. no direction and and characters disappeared and other characters came and you're like, "You know, you know, like it's just it's I don't know. It just it's just it's just stupid. It really is. You get to a point where you're going, "If if this is the way it's going to be, I don't think there's going to be much entertainment in the world that's going to be enjoyable. It's just going to be you know, like this was, is
1: Managed by by focus groups, and if it's going to be like, what's going to happen is that that entertainment, I always felt like is just going to break down. It's like, well, I can't. It's going to be very homogenized. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll be very after school specially It'll be like, oh, well, we can't have this because you know we don't want to piss that person off, or it's going to become the center of focus groups. Like, well, we we made a movie, we put it in front of uh, the average these average people, and due to overwhelming response out of 10 out of 10 people said they didn't like this one person we're going to now take that person out of the movies I mean they kind of do it now with test audiences with films but I just like I said I just feel like it's it sets it's um it's a very slippery slope I think I, I use that for a term a lot because I always I always feel like whatever happens you have to watch what you do because eventually when you scream loud enough that people start paying attention to you, you run the risk of people paying attention to you, <laughs> and that you can the things that you do because once you once people start paying attention to you, they're going to go through your life with a fine tooth tooth comb and go, oh my god, look what happened, look what this person said five years ago. That person shouldn't be doing their job, mm-hmm. and then you're screaming, going, I didn't. That was a long time ago. That wasn't you know. They're, you're comparing and contrasting timelines but you're like well if you're that person then how do i know you're not that person now or just last week you made this comment and this comment's not very nice this comment seems very anti-semitic or very racist or whatever and i now am offended by that and now I want you to lose your job well that's not fair to me oh well, was that fair to her when you did it like how is why is it okay for you and not okay for them
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: it's just it like I said, it gets, it gets dicey and it gets, you know, I'm sure someone will say, well, this is the reason why because blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, okay, sure. I just don't, I think that again, sooner or later, it comes back to bite you on the ass. You know, do unto others as let her live her life, let her have her opinions. I understand she's got a fan base and those fan base are going to, you know, live and die at her word. Then, you know, you breed a, a whole new class of idiot, you know, but then eventually those people either fade away or they become president. I don't know. You know. <laughs> 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 and, and, and I guess to even strengthen my point even further with that whole thing, how sensitive people are. We talked about it earlier, The Muppet Show, being back on Disney+, right? Yeah, and you're like, Sean, that's a wholesome show. How can that, how can that, cause harm to anyone? Ready? <laughs> yes. I'm Ready? Yeah. Right yes. The Muppet Show is deemed to be offensive by a Disney Plus disclaimer.
0: <laughs> really? Oh my god. No. Uh-huh. No.
1: The Muppet Show on Disney Plus comes with a disclaimer warning viewers of negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. the muppet show is currently streaming on disney plus with an offensive content disclaimer warning viewers of potentially offensive material now keep in mind the show aired between 1976 and 1981 Mm -hmm. Uh, the muppet hosted variety show has long been a favorite fan of all ages through the series and its subsequent incarnations and always been particularly popular with children This week, The Muppet Show made its debut on Disney+, Plus with all five seasons, but the classic program is now accompanied by the disclaimer. Uh, This is a quote. This program includes negative depletions and or mistreatments of people or or cultures. Uh, These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversations to create a more inclusive future together. Disney is committed to creating stories with inspirational and aspirational themes that reflect the rich diversity of the human experience around the globe. Wow. Wow. Now, it doesn't say specifically what scenes from the series deem the disclaimer necessary, but the series has depicted Native Americans, Middle Eastern and Asian characters. There's also a scene in one episode where country singer Johnny Cash, performing in front of a Confederate flag, Uh, An act that, you know, recently Luke, as singer Luke Combs, was recently issued an apology for. Um, Putting a disclaimer on the show is not a new practice at Disney+, Plus. because keep in mind, um, they started, uh, they put the disclaimers at the start of several classic animated movies, warning viewers about outdated cultural depictions. And last month, Disney Plus took a step further by pulling many of these movies from kids' profiles, such as Dumbo, Peter Pan, Lady and the Tramp, and The Jungle Book. Uh, the titles are still available to watch on the adult profiles with a disclaimer. Um, also, we talked about it, though. There are some episodes missing from the five-season lineup of the show, but, for our summary, but not for these reasons. Fans have noticed that two episodes from season five featuring guest stars Brooke Shields and Chris Langham are not available to watch. Another episode from season two with Don Knotts is also heavily edited, has been heavily edited. Uh, Disney Plus representatives recently told Entertainment Weekly that it's this was due to issues in securing the music rights, something that also prevented most of the series from being released on home video for years. Yes. So, that outstanding, but that notwithstanding, though, Ed, Disney says Muppets, too offensive.
0: I think... I think I figured it out. I'm 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 I'm, I'm listening to you tell the story, and it just 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 made me think of all the things that Disney's been doing. You know, especially like, like you were saying with the, the certain movies that can't be on the kids uh, uh, level account, and it's only adults, and it has the disclaimer in front of it. I think Disney are doing this because it's it's the old adage when we were kids, and it was like you know parental. Uh, uh, you know, uh, view, uh, discretion advised, you know, type of thing. Remember those old, right. you know, things you would see that, and then like the adults would shut you, shoo, 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 you out of the room because you know there'd be adult content, so they did not want you know the little Johnny to to cry his little eyes out if it was something terrible and they didn't know what it was right. and they had to watch it first. Because I know, like, like when I was a kid, my dad used to watch or, or, or find out about movies before we were allowed to see them. Um, even through rental uh, uh, just to see like, you know, did you rent this movie? Was there anything inappropriate? You know, cause you know, he, he was protecting us from, from, you know, those, those kind of things. So I think sure. Disney, Disney's banking on this so people can watch the Disney show. Like, you know, like, like it's, it's, it's more of like, like there's inappropriate things in this. We're warning you, you know, blah, blah, please, you know, protect your children. And <laughs> every little Johnny's is like, Fuck! I want to see the, the Muppets now. You know, because it's like <laughs> yeah, right. you know, like like because it's, let me like. <laughs> Let's face it, like other than the last two movies, like Muppets, Muppets have been fading, you know, like it's it's just, you know, it's just it's just been fading into obscurity because nothing new has been really coming out. Like, I mean, they were trying to do things with like the new show and all that, that Muppet show, the the, the the Muppets. And, you know, there, there was there was different iterations, but I don't think they, that there was enough ratings draw there to bring people in because it's an older, like you said, it's like 70s to 80s kind of comedy and it just really hasn't translated in the new era in the new age that we're living in. So it's getting tougher and tougher to, to, to do those uh, type of things. Because it's like, it, the the Muppets are more of an adult style comedy. I mean, it is really for kids, but like, like th- there should be like an, a like a more adult theme to it. Like, because you like you figure oh, like all the puppets are on there that you've got you've got Sesame Street and you've got you know other. Yeah. You know kid iteration shows that does that kind of stuff so the Muppets could be more of an adult oriented style but they want it more family style and that's you know that's 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 that's, that's we think where it gets into trouble you know kind of thing but I think that's like they because it's like they've talked about I think it was like over a year ago that they're going to change Splash Mountain because of of what movie it was for uh, in, in Disney World there's there's a there's a mountain Splash Mountain that's a flog Flume Ride. that people don't know, and uh, it depicts the movie. Um, crap, <laughs> uh, I can't think of the movie, but it's a movie that nobody. It was uh,
1: what do you call it? Song of the South. Song
0: of the South. Thank you. There's a story about Brer Rabbit and bear Bear, and you go through this ride before you go to the last thing, and it's it's thing, and it's. You know, people, a lot of people complain of the thing. So Disney finally says, we're going to do a new overlay for this. We're going to do a um, Princess and the Thought Frog-themed ride, you know, to, you know, thing and get rid of this. Um, yeah, They have yet to do this. It's been over a year. Now, the pandemic has happened. It's slowed down production of a lot sure. of things. because you know, They're, they're be kind of busy. Right, and they're gearing up for their 50th anniversary, October 1st is 50 years for Disney World to to be in existence from, from October from the 1st 1971 to 2021 now it's it's been 50 years so they're gearing up for that. So they've been making changes, a lot of projects are not going to be finished for the 50th anniversary. They have, have they were hoping to have all this stuff done before the 50th anniversary. They have a Tron roller coaster ride that's half done and it probably they're just going to make it look good because it's in Walt Disney World. It's in the Magic Kingdom section. They're they're gonna build it, but the, like I said, going back to the to the the mountain, they have yet to do that. But the popularity of the ride has gone skyrocket there's it's it's the one of the longest waiting rides because people want to ride it for one last time as is before right. they change it over so when they go through their, through their vacation that's a now a must- do like type of thing now granted I mean like it was busy before I'm not saying it was it was a, a dead ride I mean it, the people did go ride it because it really has nothing to do with song and south it's more the story of the bear rabbit bear bear so it's not really I mean I don't, I don't I never saw I never really saw the movie so I don't know I mean it could be offensive and I guess it probably is but that's why everybody gets up in arms about it so it's like okay I'm not you know I know I know the movie is but I mean the story about Bre and bear bear I don't know if that's offensive but I'm sure right. it is like I said I don't know the story and I, I, I say I can't comment that it isn't or isn't I don't know so I think Disney's just doing this stuff just to to put that out there so they can they can they could draw like more kids to see these movies you know because it's like how are we gonna get little Johnny to watch Cinderella like oh you know, or Dumbo you know like even think like he doesn't care about a, a, an elephant that flies because he's got big ears let's put something inappropriate you know I mean great don't get me wrong there is inappropriate stuff I'm not saying there is it but it's just like that that thing of you you can't watch this because of this reason. Makes you want to watch it more, you know, <laughs> right? Because that never that never changes,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah well, that's it. Ed. That's all I got.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I <really laughs> threw you off guard there. No, I was just trying to
0: take it a quick drink before, uh, in case there was more. So.
1: Nope, I got nothing left. I, have the, I mean, there's a couple of issues, but I'm like, yeah.
2: It
0: could yeah, wait for another time. You
1: know I was to funny, Ed? I gotta, this is like a – since we're wrapping up the show, I'll always, I always chuckle about sometimes the news articles that I pull for the show and talk about how all of a sudden they seem to want to pop up a lot faster. I guess maybe because it's, it's a hot-button issue, but I just went back to check my Facebook page to see if there's anything like – I check Facebook every now and again on the show to see if there's anything new that pops up that I might find interesting. Mm. First thing that pops up, Muppet show deemed too offensive by Disney Plus disclaimer. <laughs> I'm like,
0: wow, I was just talking about that. <laughs> How topical am I, right?
1: It's like everyone, everyone stumbled upon the same articles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, oh, I always God. remember, I always remember a time when we were doing the show. I think we were doing it live on Sunday nights when we used to do the the radio show. And uh, Josh, not Josh, we uh, Will Wheaton had a show on sci-fi in the summer and his was on Thursdays and I'd watch it on Thursday. And I always remember the, the articles we did on Sunday, he was, he was posted, he was doing on his show on Thursday. And I swear that he he show. I mean, it's just like, you know, we were, we were hitting hot articles and, but it was just like, I was like, I was amazed. I'm like, I'm like, he's picking the news articles I'm picking to, to talk about. Like, And I was like, I'm like, I'm like, I wonder if Will Wheaton listens to my show, (laughs) listen to our show. I go, hey, let's make fun of this. (laughs) This is is topical.
1: (laughs) I I do actually have breaking news, Ed, and it's an article that we talked about. Okay, (laughs) ready? Fantastic Four, Jennifer Lawrence as
0: Sue Storm rumor gets debunked. Oh, good.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) You hear it
0: here first, kids.
1: You hear it here first. (laughs) Unless you're checking Facebook at 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so apparently, according to Deadline Reporter Justin Kroll, the Fantastic Four movie is still in the very early stages of development, which means that there's nowhere near the casting phase. He goes on to state that Marvel Studios has only now just started to meet with writers for the project, what means that Jennifer Lawrence might not have started a dialogue with the studio just yet. Uh, the original rumor suggested that Fantastic Four is pre- preparing to film in Australia in the very near future with Lawrence on her way to take part. <laughs> well, While Fantastic Four is an early stage of development, its director, John Watts, is currently filming Spider-Man 3. We talked about it earlier. So it has been debunked. Yes. Um, it was reported by Justin Kroll's Twitter account. Basically it went on to say uh, all I'm going to say is this Marvel just started meeting with writers on Fantastic Four. There's no script and it'll be a while before this film starts shooting. So (laughs) there you go Ed. Live. Right now. Bring one news article and debunk it at the end of the night. Look at that. (laughs) All right, with that Ed, no, I do. I, that would say that is uh, that's a wrap on me. All right. <laughs> um, do you got anything else you'd like to add?
0: No, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, if you haven't already done so, please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters.
1: Uh, don't forget, as always, send Ed an email. He gets lonely, wants something to do. Contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com.
0: Or you can contact Sean, because he gets lonely, too. At Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. It's S-H-A-W-N.
1: Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. It. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really
2: like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, Boo. Boo.